Yo, 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 Muddy Waters Podcast. This your boy Shaq Sims, and I'm here right now with a special guest. Reporting live from New York City. Nah, we ain't in New York City. We ain't in New York. (laughs) We definitely ain't in New York, but (laughs) got a New York, got a New York legend in here, man. That's a fact. My nigga Kizo. What's up, bro? I'm alright, bro. Bro, it's been a long time in the making, man. You better say it. You better say it, big homie. Yeah, for real, bro. It's been a long time in the making. Like, um, for those who don't know Kizo, um, you know, he served some time in the feds. Mm-hmm. How long did you serve? 16 years flat. 16 years. He came home. I mean, he turned his life around, man. Wrote a book in the feds. Got a family. Yep. Doing a lot of positive things, man. That nigga shining, man. Look at his neck. Look at his hands. Look at his wrist, man. He's shining. It can man. happen. <laughs> it definitely can happen. Yeah. Trust me. It can the definitely. right way. Yeah. Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So um, I'm just going to read y'all a piece of the article from the crime that he got charged for. Um, So for three years, a crack gang known as the crime family waged a campaign of fear in the Unity Houses, a city-owned development in East New York. Federal prosecutors alleged yesterday the gang, which numbered about 40, allegedly took over two apartments in the complex on Black Avenue in Brooklyn through intimidation and used teenage working teenagers working in eight hour shifts to sell crack, prosecutors allege. They battled rival gangs from nearby developments and bestowed pet names on their firearms like Brace Yourself, Deuce Biggity. They fatally shot one man, Ronald Mitchell, on January 25, 2000 and stripped, tied, and beat another man with a baseball bat and sledgehammers, prosecutors said. Four men described as the leaders of the gang, Brandy Russell, Tyrone King, Kareem Quarterbaum, and Rukin Cummings, were charged yesterday in a superseding murder, attempted murder, and racketeering indictment filed in U.S. District Court. Each man pleaded not guilty. Hmm. Now, since you've been home, bro, or since this article was posted, how does it feel to read this, bro? Like, because you've grown a lot since then, and a lot has transpired since then. So, what was it like to read that? You know what's crazy? I remember when it first came out, me and my co defendant, we shared the cell who came coming. And the police, we was cool with the police. He was a real cool dude from Brooklyn and all that. Mm-hmm. So, he came to the cell and was like, yo, y'all in the newspaper. So me and my Cody like, man, get out of here, man, for real. Close our gate. You know what I mean? Like, close our gate. He like, yo, I'm serious, man. Y'all in the newspaper. Damn, what the fuck y'all was doing? Uh, I'm not trying to really pay no attention to him. So he's like, yo, all right, I'll be right back. He went downstairs, came in with that paper. My first time reading that, my reaction was, I'm done. We done. You see that in a daily news? Like, man, yo. Before you even get a chance to fight your case. Yeah, exactly. They putting this out. It's like, you already set for failure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? These is these dudes already. Boom. Murderers. And, and the only thing they put to basically not actually call y'all guilty was allegedly. Exactly. Alleged. 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 Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Terrible. I was, I looked at him. He looked, I said, yo, you, you see this? Like, we ain't got a chance. So to see that article right now to this day, and I'm home, what, 
four years after it's what going on almost twenty years right now, I'll be like, damn man, I made it. I didn't see that far at that at that time. Really? Hell no. Hell no, I didn't see that far. I don't think no man would see that far at that time, getting hit with the time that I got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You thinking it's over with? It's over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Life is over. Everybody gonna die. This, that. You know what I mean? Your like girlfriend, this, she yeah, ain't fucking girlfriend, with you no yeah, more. It's over. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Well, so that was that. When seeing that article and to seeing it today, like, damn, I made it. Yeah. For real. It's gotta feel good. I know it. Hell yeah. That's a fact. I know it feel good. Where'd you grow up, bro? For the people who don't know. Ah oh, man, I grew up in Brooklyn. In East New York, Brooklyn, a section of East New York, Brooklyn, and the projects, the project is called Unity Plaza, but we renamed it Bama's because the between of the project, that go, the block that go between the project is called Alabama Avenue. Okay. I live on Alabama Avenue. So the reason why we named that because it go through Alabama Avenue. And Unity Plaza is like we on some Unity shit. You know what I mean? It wasn't no Unity like that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. We some Bama ass niggas. You know what I mean? So that's what stuck with us. We was Bamas. And that's what to this day, to the young the young homies, the young youth, that's what we, they run with that. We from the Bamas. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm from, East New York, Brooklyn. Where Uncle Murder, Uncle Murder on the other side. But I'm from East New York, Brooklyn. Okay. Now, how was it growing up? Was it rough? Did you, did you come from like a rough background as far as your family you know, life you know what's crazy my father been in and out of jail you know what i mean on my mother i got uncles on my father's side but i've rarely seen them because my father was in and out of jail my mother's side i got i got an uncle but nobody really knew that i had an uncle because my grandmother kept him shielding from the problems that was going on in the projects and all that. So she was on some real baby boy, don't do nothing, you could do everything in the house, stay in the room. So nobody really knew I had an uncle. So I got nothing but females from my uncle. Mm -hmm. It's my mom's sister and all that. So growing up in East New York, Brooklyn, it was it was crazy. It, it, it was wild. And me being the only boy, I'm the oldest boy out of my family, I had to go through it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, it it was tough. Word up, like just being me. Yeah, I got bullied, and they turned me to an animal. Yeah. So I'm not afraid to be like, yo, niggas be like, yo, I was tough all the time. Nah, I knew who I was, but I got bullied a couple of times. My coat took in. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, my coat took in at 11 and all that, but it turned me to a whole beast. Like, oh, what niggas ain't gonna be taking my coat all the time? Oh, a certain, certain they ain't going to be doing this? Nah, that's not happening. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It happens to the best. They turned me to that person. For real. Yeah, the streets did. The streets. Yeah. Because somebody did it to them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So now they inflected it on me. <laughs> now, and then you know what's crazy? I started inflecting it on other people. You transfer pain, bro. Exactly. Yeah, transfer it to pain. For real. Hurt people hurt people. It, and that's what, that's what the people don't know, the, the society don't know. A lot of this shit come from our youth is it goes on from the top to the bottom, meaning this person did it. They got it done to them. They doing it to this person. Now this person doing it to that person, and it goes down like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You got a handful of motherfuckers that were straight ruthless, badass kids. But you got a lot of motherfuckers that 
been through it and turned to that person. Because they had to adapt to the environment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I said that to the judge, like, yo, when I got sentenced, I'm like, yo, you, they be like, yo, you could have been a judge. There's a lot of people that came out of New York, Brooklyn, this and that, that was doctor, this and that. I'm like, where the environment was at? So you wanted motherfucker to just be a sucker and get bullied and taken and this and that. And yeah, I'm going to school this and that. Nah, a person, a real person going to get tired of it. You know what I mean? You gonna start carrying a pistol, you yeah. gonna, a knife, something. <laughs> For real, that's yeah. what it, that's what it came to. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what? Oh no, nah, they ain't gonna do, keep doing this to me. No way, hell no. Yeah. yeah. As a man, that's a fact. If you ain't a, unless you, like you said, if you ain't a man, then you gonna tuck your tail and keep running and being in a house and all that. I wanted to come outside. You know what I mean? I want to enjoy the, my youth and go play basketball and hang out and all that shit. So this is what they turn me to. All right, this is what I got to do. I got to be an aggressive person. All right, y'all bring this up upon yourself. And it was hard. Like, a lot of my co-defendants or a lot of my mans, they got big families. You know how people be having big families that last name mean a lot. Oh, that's a such and such family. It's like 20 brothers, 20 uncles. They done been to jail. They done paved the way. I didn't have none of that. Mm. None of that at all. For real. So I had to. You had to fend for yourself. Yeah. I had to make a name for myself. I had to make a name for my family. Because my father's side, my uncles, they wasn't from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. They ain't come around when I wanted, when motherfuckers fuck with me and all that. Then, like I said, I had an uncle on my mother's side, but my grandmother, he wasn't no good nigga. He, nobody but really, he stayed in his room and smoked weed. Word. He never came out. My grandma fed him and all that. He never came out. When I started running the streets and I brought him out, motherfuckers like, yo, who am? Like, that's my uncle. And he a funny motherfucker because I used to go in the room and he'll tell jokes and all that shit. That's so you introduced uncle. him to this. And you his fucking yeah, nephew. I introduced him. That's yeah, wild. yeah, you know my you know my nephew? Kizo. Yeah, you know my nephew? Yeah. Name ringing bells. Exactly. <laughs> I introduced him to the town. Cause his ass was in that room all that time when I was a kid. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get the name Kizo? We all, like I got a lot of friends that it started with the, the initials of your of your name or the first, you know I me, mean, your name and all that shit. So we had Dizos, his name, my man's name was Dalu, and then we had the Pizzo, his name was Precious. So it was some Zo shit that was going around. It was an old nigga, his name was Mizo, and my project, it just went on with it. Everybody's with the Zoes and all that. So, you know, that's why I picked that name up. Like, oh, my name Kareem. All right, I'm going to go with Kizo. Yeah. And it stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no particular hitting agenda, yo, that's the mean killer, this and that. Nah, it's I, my name Kareem, and I took the K, and I said, all right, I'm a Zo Kizo. That's what we was doing. It was like a tradition in my projects. Mm. You know? Okay. Well, so you carried on tradition. Exactly. Yeah. Word. So who did you look up to around that time? Around that time? You know what's crazy? Who I looked up to was my co-defendants to right now. They're a little older than me. Uh-huh. And they was they was young motherfuckers that was already standing out and moving through the hood through the older motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My co-defendant site. Yeah, those, those, bam, you know what I mean? I looked up to them dudes, and they like two, three years older than me, but they time, they was moving already like, 
we don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. What these old niggas, this is how it was. I'm like, damn, they don't give a fuck. And these old niggas is the truth. But mm-hmm. they ain't care. They was wild young niggas. Mm-hmm. And that's who I really looked up to, them motherfuckers. I ain't even going to front. It wasn't no big names and all that. Uh, this Because I, all I knew was my projects. You know what I mean? I wasn't big into movies. We wasn't into all that motherfucking Nicky Bones and all these other good, these other dudes and all that shit. Nah, we so you was really influenced by what was going on around hood. Because like a lot of people from the 90s and shit and the 80s, they talk about like dudes like Alpo, dudes like um, Rich Porter. Then niggas talk about Scarface. Mm-hmm. Then they talk about Juice. Just different things. You None know, of that. Influencing them. Yeah, so I you mean, was strictly influenced by hood. the hood. Ain't none of that, man. None of none y'all of that was the shit. stars, like exactly. Y'all was I, the stars. I looked up to them because I used to see them. I used to be on my stoop, and I used to want to go hang with them motherfuckers. Let me go hang with these niggas and try to hang with them, and they'll be like, "Yo, come on, man." Even though I was like two, three years younger than them niggas, they was on their time. They mm-hmm. was wilding, mm-hmm. and it's older dudes in my projects that had crews, but they wasn't jacking. Them young boys wasn't caring about what they was. That attracted you to the... I was about to say that. Them niggas not giving a fuck. Why is it that? Because I know when I was growing up, bro, it was the same thing, bro. I was attracted to the motherfuckers who didn't give a fuck. Like, how does this nigga not give a fuck about going to class? How does he not give a fuck about what his mom going to say if he bring an F home? I I looked up to that, bro. They just didn't give a fuck. It's sad as fuck, bro. It's sad. I'm mad enough to say that's sad that... Motherfuckers look up to the person that don't give a fuck. Cause I was the same one. That he don't give a fuck. He don't care if he going. Them they ain't care about them going in the house. <laughs> that curfew come up in the crib. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, if that chick says she gonna call my house, oh man, my mother gonna bust my ass. Them niggas was like, man, I don't give a fuck. What? I leave. I go. I go to this place. You know what I mean? That really attracted me, and that still going on to this day. That's still going on to this day. With their, with with these young persons that attract the motherfuckers that don't give a fuck about killing, going to jail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It ain't the way. Nah, it's not the we way. We gotta care bro. about something. We do, bro. For real. We do gotta care about we gotta something. Gotta care bro. about something. Cause when you stop giving a fuck about shit, you don't have nothing to live for. That's when niggas get killed. That's exactly niggas right. crash out, bro. Crash. Niggas yeah, crash. RP on the shirt. Facts. Are they? Are they doing? Yeah, they doing life in the box. Around hella motherfuckers that got elbows. And them niggas is like, they miserable. And whatever they can bring down with them, they gonna try to do it. Yeah. They really miserable, for real. Life? Yeah, I'm mean, gonna come home. Like in the feds, I know you probably, on their paperwork, you know, certain dudes got their date, your release date on your paperwork. On they shit, they should say deceased. So picture you reading your paperwork, and it's like when you go home, deceased. That's what it says on the yeah. paperwork. <laughs> it's serious. Like Wallow two six seven. That nigga, you follow him, Gilly the Kid, cousin. Yeah. So that nigga was like, "Yo, man," he he said he ran into a young dude at the store, and the dude was like, "Yo, my homie caught um, a life sentence plus twenty to forty. Yeah. He was like, "So what that mean?" He was like, "So basically, this was this is what's gonna happen, right?" Your homeboy gonna have to die 
comeback. He gonna have to. They gonna have to bury him. <laughs> the, the state of Pennsylvania gonna have to bury him, right? And then when they bury him, he gonna have to get up out of the grave, come back to jail, and serve him. another twenty years. Yeah, that's that's exactly. That's exactly what, what he gonna do. You owe that much. Yeah, you owe that much fucking time. Like that's fucking you crazy. Come back and you got twenty seven years for me. <laughs> Come on, man. It's serious, man. Wake up. Yeah. Stay woke like Meek said, man. Yeah. Stay woke. Stay bro. fucking woke, bro. Because they ain't playing with us. Nah, bro. They at locking all. niggas up and throwing away the key. At all. For real, yo. That shit is wild, bro. Now, when did you start hustling, bro? I started hustling like a good... I tried it at 15. I had a comrade, he, me and him was real close, and he used to do it. I used to be scared, I ain't gonna front. <laughs> what so were you scared to, of? I don't know how this was scared. <laughs> was you scared of the crackhead? Yeah, like, damn, man, these motherfuckers to do anything for that crack, homie. Yeah. So my man, he was younger than me, but he had crazy heart. <laughs> he had crazy heart. So I used to be like, all right. He be like, yo, fuck it, I'm gonna do it, Keys. You ain't got you know, just hold me down, be with me. All right, I'll go with you. I'm gonna give you half for it. That's how close we was. Yeah. So I used to just go with him. And I seen it was easy. He used to be serving the crack. And he way younger than me. He like 15. He had to be like 13. He was loose. He'd been in and out of DFY. He just was a bad. That nigga household was probably fucked up. What? He, he got a brother. Soup. His brother. I used to spend that. This is how I used to get to go to parties. I told my mother. Because my mother and his mother was cool. Because I couldn't go out to no parties like that. Yeah. They, they mother was handling their business. I go like, Mom, I'm going to go spend night at my sister's house. I know once I spend at his house, we gonna be out all night. <laughs> For real. Yeah. And they got a sister. She fed us. She was like the mother. Mm. They had a little, she fed us. She used to feed us pork and beans and rice. That she used to be good with sugar. That she used to be the best when we that was That shit young. good as fuck. <laughs> Word. She used to make the pork and beans with the white rice and tell us to put sugar on that shit. We all had big bowls eating that shit high and drunk. Yeah. Young. But he really... Introduced me to that shit because they asked him. He's like, yo, I need somebody. You want to know they asked him and tell me, bring your man. We need everybody. And back then, it was giving like $25 off a $125 pack. So you bring them back $100, you, be, you take $25 for your pocket. Mm. But the shit was going like this. Yeah. Back then. So you can just re up three, four yeah, times in a exactly. day. Exactly. Like that. You bring him his honey, he give you another pack. So that shit was going quick. Now, you got to mention, this is like 96. 95, you know what I'm saying? If you got, you 12, you 13, 15, you got $200 in your pocket, you that nigga. Yeah, facts. I'll give me a motherfucking nickel bag. We gonna motherfucking split that. We get us a 40. We that nigga. You lit. You know what I mean? You ain't like how it is now. But he really introduced me to that. I was, like I said, I was a little shook, so I used to be going with him, hanging in the corner, and I see the crackheads buying and shit. <laughs> I'm just watching him. And he's selling this little bad nigga. He's selling it. He's like, man, you might as well get some bread too, man. Like, yo, you standing here with me. We can get more money. And I tried it, and it was easy. Yeah. It was easy, and it was on from then. I was like, oh, this is easy. I'm selling drugs now. Yeah, it's lit. It's up. So around the time, like, 15, I really started selling. I ain't getting knee deep until, like, 16, 17. That's when all this came about. Right. So your drug... Career grew quickly. Hell yeah. It grew quick because a lot of niggas, I mean, no matter what age you are, but to be a 15 year old, right, into being the newspaper 
alleged as a, a drug ring kingpin. At the in four, four years later, four years later, your shit had to really grow in that amount of time. Like it takes niggas a lot of time to be able to get sneaker money. Yeah. So just to be able to do this type of shit, like it only take four years. And at fifteen, you were scared to sell drugs. So you went from being scared to sell drugs at fifteen to at nineteen, nigga. You leading the pack. You got teenagers selling work for you yep. and doing all of that shit. Like, what do you attribute that to? That growth. Was it once you figured it out, you was like, I okay, it out. I caught on, like, it's lit. Like, what really contributed to that? Because my mother was strict. Mm. So when I got around 16, I had went to jail for robbery. But I was, we was doing both. We were selling drugs. And then, you know, we Brooklyn niggas, we known for robbing motherfuckers. <laughs> it's always in us. Yeah. You see a chain, whatever, we gonna rob motherfuckers. So I wound up going to jail at Rikers Island when I turned 16 for robbery. Yo, you know what's crazy? I was scared. I wasn't even. I heard so much stories about Rikers Island. I wasn't even scared about being on Rikers Island. I was more mainly scared of going back home. I was like, your mother gonna beat my ass. <laughs> you out here robbing niggas for they chains. You worried yeah. about your mom whooping you? That's crazy. <laughs> but that show you the fear of a black mother. That that's what yeah. she instills in her kids. Because I know it was the same for me. Like. I don't give a fuck with these mother, my mama, my mom. Yeah, and like I, I, I can handle y'all niggas. We fight. Give me a black eye. This and that. That lady in that house. Yeah, different. Cause you can't hit her back. That's yeah, your mom. That's my mom. Different. So when that happened, she gave up on me. And I told her, we used to have to talk on the jail on the visit and all that. She probably was tired of me getting in trouble, getting in trouble, and it's not working. It's not working. She gave up on me. And I went head first to drug dealing mm. at 16. She kicked you out? No, she just was like, nigga, all I'm obligated to do is keep a roof over your head, you 16, and feed you. I'm not buying you shit. Mm. I dropped out of school, all that. I'm not doing nothing. And she kept her word like she never gave me no. After 16, I took care of myself until I went to jail. Mm. So if I could show you some pictures of back then, it was Coogee, Iceberg, Jabos. That was the Gucci, Prada, LV of these days. Coogees, mm-hmm. Iceberg, and all that. I had all that shit. Because I grind. I was out there. Mm-hmm. There's a song with Jay said that was our favorite shit. He said, even when it's hot, they outside. I'm a hustle to it's like gray outside. Yo, I used to be outside on a car, selling drugs, my team and all us. And the sun and the, and the shit coming up. Coming up. It was like, he say it's like gray outside. Mm-hmm. That's what we was on. Now, <clears throat> with you hustling at this time, right? 16, 17 years mm-hmm. old. You buying whatever you want to buy. What do you see for yourself a year down the line, two years down the line? Or is this all that you seeing for yourself? Me when, selling crack, buying this coogee, fucking these bitches, getting lit. I mean, is that all you seeing for yourself? Or do you see something else? Like, maybe I could possibly get back in school and go to college. Or maybe I could buy a car dealership or anything. Keep it a band. All I knew was drugs. All I knew was the hood. Shaq on some real shit. I think a lot. Niggas don't see that far. Niggas living for the moment. Yeah. They don't see that far. I didn't see that far at all. What? Business? Do what? School? Nah. 
I'm eating right now. Yeah. I got a knot in my pocket. I'm fresh. I got chains. All the bitches in the hood want me. Even if I go out, I'm that nigga with this crew. Mm-hmm. How we eating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was never thinking about, oh, I got a plan to get out this and that. Nah. It was, it was for the moment. That's it. Yeah. It was just for the moment. Wow. Would you say you were hustling for the money or were you hustling for the shine and the reputation? I did it for both. Okay. Because of course you want them. Of course you want to be able to buy these things. You know what I'm but saying? But I'm saying like, what 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 weighed more on you? Was it the Wait. shine and the reputation, like being in the hood, having people know your name, people knowing you, or was it the fact that I can buy whatever I want and I can do whatever the fuck I want to do? Uh, I'm I'm man enough to say because motherfuckers gonna say yeah, I was working for them. I was doing it. The shine, the the attention was wonderful. Yeah. When you get that type of attention, that shine. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was bitches that was turning me down in junior high school. <laughs> yeah. Now and I was playing them, smashing them, and getting rid of them. Because I remember when I was in junior high school, all I do was robbing niggas for Nintendo games and all that shit. I wasn't getting no money. All I wanted to be was worried about is getting high. Let's get some weed, homie. I'm going to rob this nigga. We're going to go together and get us a month. We're going to put 250 250 get a file out of nickel bag. Get us a 40, we in the building just having fun. You know what I mean? I wasn't worried about how I look. Nah. And bitch used to cut, destroy me. Like, I try to bag a bitch up. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Yo, when I start getting bread. It was up. It was over, man. Did I you? fucked so many what? Man, it was a, I was a superstar in my hood. Right. I was a superstar in certain parts of Brooklyn. We go, we go somewhere, and it was on. Yo, y'all, what, y'all? And that crime fam name that we had, that shit stuck out because we didn't give a fuck. We was bringing it. Yeah. And this is facts, niggas. Know, you know what I mean? We was bringing the noise to anybody. What? We crime fam. This is what we is. Mm-hmm. Word. Now, who came up with the name crime fam? Yo, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm young. They've been had the name. As a crew with them, but it wasn't big how we as time went on. That was their little crew, my man Yah, <clears throat> Psych, um, my man Killer, Pizzo, Scar. But it come from my man Scar and Pizzo. They from Gowanus, but they moved to the Bamas. Mm. That was their little thing, crime family. So they related to my man Yah. So when they moved to our projects. It wasn't big enough in Gowanus. Mm. It was this little crew, like little three, four, like you crime family. You know, everybody want to be Gambino crime family. That's where that come from. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. The history. Yeah. That crime family name come from the mafia shit. Yeah. Gambino crime family. You know what I'm saying? Those shit, the, the, the Luciano crime family. Because it was crazy when we got sentenced or when we got in front of the, the judge. They so used to prosecuting all these mafia niggas. Like he said to us, yo, why did y'all pick? You know we hate that name. Why did y'all pick Crime Family? <laughs> For real, that's what he said to us. Yeah, like, yo, why did y'all pick Crime Family? That all that Crime Family shit come from the mafia shit. Mm. Gambino, the Bonavino Crime Family, Luciano Crime Family, all it comes to Crime Family, and we just said, all right, the niggas took it, brought it to our hood. That was their little five man, six man rotation. 
before I got a part of it. You know what I mean? And then and then it stuck. That mm -hmm. was dumb. Crime family. Yeah. Word CF. For real. <laughs> now, what was your role in the crime family? Like, what did you bring to it that was different? Because I'd imagine every person that that was a part of the crew helped elevate it to a different plateau. Help get their name out there. Help y'all build y'all bread up and get y'all. You know what I mean? Like what? What, what role did, did you play in that? I'ma say we all had charisma and we all played a certain position. Me personally, I always was calm, cool, and collect. Mm. You know what I mean? And a lot of motherfuckers probably peeped that with me. I wasn't me. Per, I hate motherfuckers that's loud. I'm cool. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna play it like yo, whatever. Like a quiet riot. Well, that's what I call myself, quiet riot. So I brung that to them, and a lot of motherfuckers probably peeped that. Like, damn, son, quiet. But keys gonna go. You know what I mean? I wasn't quiet, quiet where I'm not boisterous. I'm just humble. My my voice gonna be heard, but I'm just humble with everything. Mm -hmm. That's what I think I brung to them. Like the the real quiet. You know what I mean? Thinker type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Word, word. Now, at this time, what's the most paper you working with? At this time, <laughs> shit. I came up to like 50 bands. About 50 bands. Yeah. And that's a lot back then. Hell yeah, that's like 100,000 now. Yeah. 50,000, bro. Back then in the 90s. Bro, gas was probably like what? 50 cent a gallon, yeah. 60, like a, a dollar a gallon that's or some shit? That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. So I, I say, ain't no one saved me. I'm going to tell you the story. Like, this is how I really got when my co-defendant really started fucking with me. Because, like you said, like I said, I'm three years younger than them. Mm -hmm. So I started off hustling for somebody. My co-defendant, one of them. I started off hustling for them. So I'm hustling for them. And I had a, one of my best friends, he used to hustle with me. But he was splurging on bitches. Mm. You know what I mean? He was, we was getting money. We was getting a little paper. He was splurging. I go with him. He got all the bitches around him. I'm like, damn, man. But I'm going to doze with it, but I'm not spending all these bitches. He was fronting. You want Chinese food? Let's go get this. Go get two dimes. Dimes was a lot back then. You getting a dime on me? I be used to getting nickels. Even, Even when you up, you getting yeah. nickel bags? You know what I mean? You getting two dimes, dog? Like, dimes was nice back then. Like, yeah. Two dimes? Damn, we got little bitches. They all around me. <laughs> me? So I got like $10. That's it. Because I had a vision like, yo, I'm I'm, I'm not going to be selling for somebody all my life. Yeah. i always been like that. I'm not going to be doing that. So I used to be, I bought one pair of joys. Boom, I bought a pair of joys, but I was saving. Save it, don't the bread and then this no lie. I'm dry. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I'm saving. Boom, boom, boom. So my code finish to go uptown and read the re, re up. I goes with him one day. And back then a sixty deuce was you the man. Sixty two grams? Yeah. But people they gonna be like, damn, this nigga the truth. Sixty deuce was you the man. You got a six deuce? That shit was running about like twelve, eleven hundred. Like, that's money back then. Is this 62 grams of crack or yeah. cocaine? The, a crack. Okay. Because, you know, mother, it's a difference. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a difference. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's a difference. The price, the price points is different. Different. It was 62 grams of crack. Yeah. 
So all I do is have to bag. That's it. I could bring back 20, 2500 or something, 3000 mm. Easy if I bag it up right. Yeah. Because the, the fucking, the, 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 what's the name is Illusionary. The, the crack vials or the, the 12 12 loans is illusionary. You just put a little rock where you're like, oh, I got a big rock. You know what I mean? So, my Cody that I was hustling for, he used to let us go to see, you know, he's showing us the ropes. You mm-hmm. know, take y'all with me uptown. So, I go with him uptown one time. And this is when it all turned around for me. I go up. I'm a little nervous because a lot of motherfuckers that let you hustle in they spot, I'm going to let you say, yo, you want to sell your own work here? Fuck out of here, nigga. You selling my work. You not going to get no work. You selling my work. So I was a little nervous like, damn. But he don't know I saved up close to $1,200. And I'm 16. Mm-hmm. I saved up the $1,200. I said, fuck that. I'm just asking this nigga, can I buy my own shit? You know what I mean? So we get up there. He count his money out to get his little work and all that shit for me. Dog. So I'm like, yo, man, um... What you think if somebody wanted, you know, because this is his spot. He went to war with people and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. This is his shit. Yeah. He's just hustling and he needed some workers. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what you think? You know what I mean? And he was like, what? And I respect him, man. That's my Cody man, man. I was hustling for him. He was like, nigga. He's like, yo, what you talking about? What you think? I'm like, yo, what you think if somebody want to get their own work and listen to <laughs> You know what I mean? Because you're like, a kid at the end yeah. of the day, bro. Yeah. yeah. Wow, what you so in his mind, he like, he want to get a little 10 grand, 10 grand ain't shit, two, three hundred dollars. Yeah, he might want to get, he like, I don't know, what I mean, we family, man. This is, I want everybody to eat, man. So he like, what you want, 10 grams? I'm like, nah, I want a six deuce, I want a six deuce. What y'all niggas getting? He like, what? I swear, man, he like, you serious? I'm like, yeah. He like, you got the money? I'm like, yeah, man, I want to six dudes, dog. I, I save my money and all that shit. He like, yo, that's what's up. Yeah. And I'm, that's my, to this day, I, he got 30 years. I take care of that nigga. Yeah. That's my brother. His family, his mother and all of my, my moms. To this day, I'm like, yo. He like, yo, you got that? I'm like, yeah. He said, yo, that's what's up. I gave him the bread. He went, came back with it. He showed me how to bag. It was on. I never sold from 16. If I'm lying, I never sold for nobody from 16 to 19 when I went to jail. I never hustled for nobody. Niggas was hustling for me. Mm. That's in books. Niggas, that's why I say all that. Niggas was hustling for me. And I was the same age as all the niggas that was hustling, but I was smart. I'm not spurging for these hoes. Nah, man, and I'm not going to be out here getting... $50 over $200 pack. <laughs> right. Taking chances. Yeah, I'm taking chances. I'm not going to take a chance. Y'all niggas selling my drugs. For real. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Hell no. Nah. From motherfucking 16 to 19 when I went to jail, niggas was hustling for me. I hustled for a good seven, eight months. Stat. I didn't buy nothing. nothing. I just kept putting the money up. Every money I made off the pack, the $50 I got, I'll probably take $20, food, all that. i put the shit up. But the money was coming. We had eight-hour shifts. Mm. So it was really like a job. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Like, how I is that shit that going? Shit down. How is that shit going on under the, the, the nose of the law, bro? Man, like, how was that shit like happening, then. bro? That shit is crazy to me. This back then. 
So you were literally like, so okay, your operation would run twenty four hours a day, all day, every day. So you would have, so so first of Everybody all, had eight hour shifts. So how would a nigga go about getting hired by Kizo? <laughs> <laughs> how would a nigga not even about getting hired? Everybody. You would sit a nigga down at the table like, yo, look. <laughs> no. Like, you no. want some for, you want, you no. want some for Pizzo? <laughs> Listen, so why do you want to leave Pizzo? Why do you want to come work for me? <laughs> Better no. opportunity? It was, a, it was a family thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a family thing. So you want to get bread? All the young niggas want to get bread? Right, you don't vet shit. a nigga, though? Like, because I mean, okay, let's just say, all right, boom, right? You the man. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you got... 62 grams. Let's say you're going to front a nigga 62 grams to work for you for that day. His eight-hour shift, he should be able to get 62 grams off, yeah. right? You're not just going to give a motherfucker who you don't know like that on his first pack 62 grams. Are you like, okay, I'm going to give you a couple grams, let you see how you work, see if you run off with the pack, you know, see if you bring all the money back, or is it just like, fuck it. If you run off with my shit, I'm going to shoot you, or something going to happen to you. Let me break it down. It don't work like that. Okay. Where a motherfucker giving sixty two grams. Everything is in in New York is called bombs. So I'm I'm backing my workout. Okay. I'm giving you a package. Uh, I'm not giving you no grams. So you can you could if I give you my whole grams that I bought, you could probably make more. You could chop this shit up to smaller pieces. Nah. I'm giving you. I bag my shit up. I'm giving you this. You take this and you bring me back this. That's how it was worldwide. You take your money, you bring me back this. I don't give a fuck what you do with your money. Bring me back my money. Yeah, that day. Exactly. What if a nigga don't got like? Okay, let's just say a nigga don't is not able to sell all the work, but he got the right amount of money. But you know you're your not gonna spot. be mad at the nigga. You know your spot. There's no way in the hell you're not gonna sell that. <laughs> That's like a pimp whole relationship. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way in the hell you're not going to say that. For real. That's real. Like, That's yo, real. there's no way you know your spot. Yeah. Like, yo, is you serious, though? Yo, I ain't sell nothing. Man, there's a million crackheads in these projects. How the fuck do we sell that? So, a nigga, let's just say a nigga come to you and he like, I ain't get to sell shit. You firing that nigga that day? You got to go. <laughs> but I, I never had that. I never, we, we never had that. Because niggas was hungry. Yeah. And I'd imagine and the niggas who you brought into it, I'm joking, I'd imagine yeah. the niggas you brought into it was probably reputable niggas that you knew from around and the way. everybody was from the hood. Okay. It wasn't like, yo, you coming to your shack, coming from such and such spot, you gonna get a spot in this shit. Nah. That's why we called ourselves crime family. It was a family thing. It was everybody from the hood. All the young niggas that wanted to eat. Yeah. This is what we doing. You wanna eat? Him, take a pack. Go yeah. You got it. We're going to give you this. You're going gonna to make bread. You guarantee to make you some bread. That's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Ain't no yo own. Nah, nigga, you go in there, you do eight hours in that shift, you're going to make bread. Yeah. You're going to come out with two, four, four hundred, five hundred dollars $500 in your pocket. And again, that's a lot of money to a young motherfucker. Hell yeah, that's a lot of money to a motherfucker now. Oh, wrong. Four, five hundred dollars a day. A day? That's a lot of bread, bro. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Son. Yeah. For real, so it, I, we never had that problem. Like, so when did you start seeing niggas go to jail? Man, niggas been going to jail all my life. My father been in jail. Mm. You know what I mean? I've been seeing motherfuckers go to jail. <clears throat> I knew I was destined for that. Cause, so, hold on. So, so you knew like, it's it's no way in in this life 
if you in the streets, it's only death or jail. It's it's it's, it's so many motherfucking people that went through it. Mm. It's not like yo, he's bugging. <coughs> nah, then my man made it through. Ah, so how many else niggas that got trapped off? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no way in that life, man. Whatever you doing, if it's illegal, it's death in jail. It got too many haters, and then you got the motherfucking the peoples on you. Yeah. Hurry it up. It's a selected few that make it through. Mm. If we do a, t- a total, a tally up of how many people made it through and how many didn't, I'll put my life on it. The people that didn't make it through, I'll over, overtrack that. Double that. Quadruple. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a fact. Yeah. So that's that's what it was. Yeah. It's only a select few, bro. It's always only a select few, bro. Like, you know, not to compare shit that I went through to any of the shit that yeah. you did. But, you know. I went through something. Yeah. <laughs> out of all of the shit that I did, you know, in my teenage years, hanging with the niggas that I hung with. Yeah. Out of my circle of friends, well, I, my crew of niggas that I hung with, I'm the only nigga that came out without a felony. See? On my record to this, and I caught a felony when I was 16, but, you know, it's That's expunged. Fun. But, know. you know what I mean? Like, I'm the only one. Everybody else got face tats, never had a job, don't what? have nothing going on for real, for real. You know, a couple niggas doing good, you know, as far as, like, Hustling in the streets and doing different things, but nobody really got no real motion going on. You know yeah. what I mean? Like everybody trying to figure it out. And some niggas, well, I ain't gonna say everybody. Some niggas is trying to figure it out, and some <laughs> niggas is just doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? And some of them niggas is just in the way. They ain't doing shit, no. man. But it's crazy though, man. Like like you said, cause shit, it was probably like 25, 26. No, hell no, it's more than that. Like forty of us. Everybody else in jail or dead. See, that's what I'm saying. Or dead in the streets. <laughs> that's that's what they don't get. Yeah. You could be dead in the streets. Yeah. Facts, bro. Niggas is dead in the streets, bro. Yeah. Like ain't got nothing going on. You like, could definitely be dead in the streets. That's what they don't get. Yeah. All. Niggas look forty five years old. <laughs> Niggas is twenty seven. Like it's shit crazy. You dead in the streets, nigga. You For dead, real. bro. Word, ain't bro. got no motion. Like nothing. At all. No job. Nothing. Word. It should be different, man. Yeah. For real, man. Yeah. Now, to your point that you made earlier about um, the fact that you knew you were going to go to jail, was it like a like a reward? And I wouldn't say a reward. Was it like a rite of passage to go to Rikers Island back then? Cause so many niggas probably had Rikers Island stories and shit. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it's a double edged sword, but it is a, like a, a stamp of realness if you make it through Rikers Island. But my Rikers Island day when I first went there. Wasn't like everybody else. I was fortunate to God rest his soul. I had a best friend named Toon, named Sherwin. He went to jail another, and it's sad. Him and my other man that went to jail before me, too real, they both dead. Mm. My childhood friends, best friends. We all used to be in each other's crib, all that. Anyway, my man Toon, he went to jail with my man Sight and Too Real before me, like a good three months before we got to jail. So when he went to jail in 96, the beginning, he became blood. Mm. In jail? In jail. Okay. He came home non-tray. You know what I mean? Him, my man, too real. They came home bloods. These my best friends. 
So he had went to jail for something that I did. I had robbed a motherfucker for an Rex coat. They locked him up for it. He kept it real, boom, he went to jail, he came home and all that shit. Was he mad at you? Like, motherfucker, I went to jail for you, nigga. knew what we was doing. Yeah. They got caught up. <laughs> they worried up, sad, they got caught up. They was there. We was all in the group. I seen, you know what I mean, leather coach back in the days, especially Avery Rex in Brooklyn and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Eight ball coats and all that shit back then was the shit. If you had one of those and we was taking those shits. Oh, he got that Avery Rex coat on. You know what that coat cost? $500. Let me take that shit over. Me don't deserve that. And me and my man took the coat. The next day, the police around the project looking for him. They just said, fuck that. Pick a black nigga from the project. And they wound up locking them niggas up for that shit. Just so happened they was there. They was out, but they was outside, so the kid probably was like, he was in the truck. They was there. Booked them. They just go to back his island. Well, long story short, they become bloods. We really ain't like that shit in our hood because they was doing the cuttings back then. You know, you probably see the documentary. They was cutting innocent people. So in our hood, we wasn't jacking that shit. So to see my best friends and them, they go to jail. You know what I mean? They come home, we come home, blood. Fuck. He got the red flag on red. I'm like, what the fuck you this? He like, yeah, I'm 16. Nigga, what the fuck? So, boom. Me and him wound up going to the fast forward it. He, he out on bail. On, no, he out on, he still got, they gave him the arm and all, so they let him go. He got to go to court. Me and him at a, a high school that's in our projects. Our projects right here is a high school there, so that's like our school. <laughs> because everybody in the projects hanging right here in this high school, mm -hmm. Thomas Jefferson High School. Mm -hmm. So we all hang there. That's our school. Any nigga come from anywhere, we getting them. So we in front of the school, and we wound up robbing a nigga for a chain. Me and him. So I tell him, after we rob him, we go to his house, we pawn the chain, we split the money and all that shit. So I tell him, God rest his soul. I'm like, yo, don't go up to the school, man. They gonna be looking for us, man. Don't go up to that school for like two weeks, man. Let it die down. Oh yeah, I got you, I ain't gonna go that. He being a dummy. He went to the school the next day. The detectives was out there waiting. They locks him up. Again. Yeah. Cause so he just he gotta. Got, <laughs> now he's fucked. <laughs> Yeah. So now they looking for me hard body. They come to my crib and lock me up like 10 o'clock at night. Books me. He and the priest and me together. Damn, man, I told you don't go there. Nah, I'm in this motherfucker. Yeah, now I'm here with you. <laughs> he already been to Rockers and I've never been to Rockers and I done heard the story. They bust, bust a nigga face down, buck 50, this and that. Niggas come on with it. It's, it's real. You done heard motherfucking worldwide know about it, especially in the 90s. Yeah. And the gang shit that start coming. It's serious. Only the strong survive. So, so you kind of nervous. I'm nervous. Were you like shaking nervous? Man, I was nervous Thursday, but I had him with me. <laughs> you said he was nervous yeah. <laughs> I had that down. I had my son with me. So and he was blood, he was so he blood, was good. I got blood. Yeah. And then at this time, the blood shit was at the peak. Of the so you like, yeah, nigga. So he took all the bloods. We in the bullpens working. They remanded us. They said, yo, my mother and all them in the court, his mother. They said, remand. I'm like, yo, what that mean? We going to Rackers Island. I said, damn. What? I'm like, I'm like, you serious? He like, you something going to he was already comfortable. He knew he was good. Like I just came from this three months ago. Yeah. I know what it is. Yeah. Blood niggas know he and when he came home, he had to put work in. 
him and my man, them niggas made a name for themselves. Just that little bit of month and a half they was dead. And he's 16. Yeah, my, this is my best friend. Shit. He got killed. So, man, I'm like, damn, man, we in the bullpens. So he talked to all the bloods. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not blood. Yeah. But what saved me, he used to leave his book of codes in the house, in my house. I used to read this shit being nosy. Like, what the fuck? What? Oh, yeah, 212. What? This, that. I'm reading this shit when I get in the house from chilling or I got to come in a certain time. I'm reading this shit because he left it in my crib. So I know bits and pieces of them when they all in the corner talking in they little codes and shit here in the corner. So back then it was a thing called Bulletproof. So if you knew a blood or your blood was family, you was bulletproof. They can't touch you. Mm. You know what I mean? So he like he was telling me he bulletproof. It's my code defendant, blah, blah, blah. A word. They come up, give me a pound. Your eye, you need the homie official. You know what I mean? So I am. So I'm a little good. We get to Rockers Island. But then you had to worry about the other gangs. Because it was other gangs yeah, too, like Latin, Latin Kings. Latin Kings and all that shit. But at that time, 96, they, it was so many homies like really regulating. So when I get to the motherfucking building, it was Mom One. It's the first house you go to. Me and him get there about like one o'clock in the morning. This your bed, boom. We got our bed rolls, our green cup, and all that. I'm brand new to this shit. So I've never been in jail in my life until I was sixteen. Yeah. Boom. He like, yo, yeah, this your bed. I'm over here. Don't worry about it. So early in the morning, he on the phone screaming. If I'm lying, I'm dying, man. The man, my bro, man, rest his soul. He was like, yeah. My code finna get the phone next. This phone is mine. I'm like, yo, this nigga crazy. <laughs> Shut up. I'm, I'm on my bunk. There's like, grown men in there, too, yeah, now. Yeah, he on shit like, yeah. Nah, C-74 is all adolescence. So okay. All 16 and all that shit. Okay. 17, close to 18, so it's adolescence. But these adolescents, adolescents are wild. Yeah. He's still young. So he on the phone. Yeah. He got the phone in his hand. And he, I'm like, I'm like this on the bed. Like, I swear if I'm not on the bed, like, yo, I'm done. He like, yeah, fuck this my face. Uh-uh, bloody something, such, something, such, bloody this. I don't know nothing about this at the time. Yeah. I'm touching such blood. So they like, yeah, that's what's up, homie. Yeah, that's you. He was on his bullshit because he already been through this shit. So he already know. He knew Take the motion. Phone, do whatever I gotta do. Eat. This what it is to let niggas know I'm about my business. I don't know this. I'm nervous. Like he's saying my name. Yeah, is he's it. like yo, that's my Cody right there. He bulletproof. Don't touch him. Ah ah ah. That shit worked. I was on the phone chilling with him. After him, he get on the phone. <laughs> yo, keys. The phone for you next, dog. I'm like, I'm feet up. I swear. Yeah. So it didn't scare me. That's what fucked me up. If it probably would have shook me, I probably would have went back to jail because I wound up coming back and forth, back and forth to Rapids Island. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it didn't scare me. And then you had to start building your own yeah, name I had to as build you went. My own shit. You thought it was sweet. When did you go back to jail? I went back to jail. And I you thought to... it was sweet, but it really wasn't sweet. It wasn't sweet. Because <laughs> I'd imagine sweet. that shit probably happened. Yo, so. six months later, I had robbed somebody. With my guard system. Yeah. They booked me. I go to Rackers Island again. Now we just me. There's no Sherwin, no Toon, bloody. They no bulletproof. You ain't bulletproof in that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's nothing. I'm going to keep it a man. It's nothing. It's cheese now. Yeah. And niggas jumped me and all that. Blood niggas and all that. I had a motherfucking DKNY vest. So I'm in Mar 1. I'm myself. 
already know from what he's doing, so I'm holding mine down. They let me use the jacket on that. I wasn't homie yet, yet. I turned blood, like, at the end of the shit. In the, in the 96 or some shit like that. But at this time, like, six months. Because we got locked in the beginning. So I ain't turned, so I'm, like, neutral, neutral. But the, I fuck with niggas. My charisma, I fuck with niggas. No, they let me use a jacket. This homie's mad blood niggas in there. So I go to court. I got the DKNY vest. <laughs> some blood license nigga. I remember him. I think his name was Butter. He pressed me. He like, yo, what you want to do for that motherfucker? Um, that vest. No lie. If I'm lying, they can strike me. I'm like, my vest? But I already know what it is. Like, if I give it to them, it's over. They, the whole building gonna know that I'm pussy. They're gonna take everything I got. So I'm like, you can have it. He's like, his mind like, oh, this nigga pussy. So I take the vest off and I put it on the bench. This nigga went and grabbed it. Like, yeah, sucker nigga. I stole them. I guess the bloods and the guard body had something at that time. Niggas jumped me. The guard body niggas and the bloods. Yeah. Because I start, well, he was a skinny nigga. Yeah. I start welling on him. Boom, 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 boom. They jumped me. Nigga hit me from behind. Boom, boom, boom. So the police come down. What the fuck going on? So he grabs me. When he grabs me out, I snatch my coat. Pull it out Bye. with me. He locked the gate. Y'all crazy motherfuckers. And I got my coat. I'm like, you bitch ass nigga. I got my coat still. You a bitch. When I see you, I'm going to see I'm, I'm bugging now. I'm upset. They put me in a little pen by myself. But I'm like, damn, I want to go home. This about to get ugly with these niggas. <laughs> I'm going to lie. I was in that bed by myself like, oh, man, this about to get ugly. I done get up with these blood and guard body niggas. I know they run the jail. God must have been with me. I go back. When I go to court, they said that they're going to release me. But I had to go back to the jail. And they're going to release me like 11, 12 o'clock or some shit. They mm -hmm. come. I go back. So niggas like, yo, but it was a couple of homies there and all that shit. They like, yo, they knew me from when I came before. They're like, yeah, we heard you got it on with the homie, but they ain't wild on me. They're like, yo, we heard you wild out. That's what's up. Oh, you might as well come blood. You wilding. You know what I mean? I'm like, nah, I don't know, man. I'm waiting to go home, man. And the, the police came. Like, yo, you go home tonight. Let's get ready. This and that. You know what I mean? So I had to make my reputation. I had to wild that day. For real. That Rackers Island shit was different back then. For real. So had you not done that and you came back to Rikers Island, you think niggas would have remembered you? Man, them niggas probably would have carried me everywhere I went. I probably wouldn't have gotten that house. For real. Yeah. That's how they doing it. You let niggas take his clothes? Oh, my whole book, my, my whole one of my bad clothes <laughs> and all that I had, they took that. Yeah. ASAP. Yeah, they even took that shit. For real. Every time you get compensated, niggas coming Every to take your shit. Take that shit. Take that shit for nothing. He ain't gonna go all out for it. For real. Worse, that was my first experience with jail. Then I got used to it. And I'm going to Rackers Island every other year. Locked up. But I was beating them. Beating them. And that's what the feds was catching with us. We mm. was beating our shit. Yeah. Going to grand jury. Grand jury was like a, a speedy trial. I got locked up for a fucking drive-by with the grand jury. I wasn't me. I don't know what y'all talking about. And they believed me. Word. Got caught for shit like that. You know what I mean? Build up when the feds was like, yo, they doing too much. You see that article? They doing too much. Get them young niggas off the street. Yeah. Because I ain't even read the whole thing. Yeah, get them niggas off the street. <laughs> yeah. Y'all had a lot of motion going on, bro. Yeah, that's a fact. They can't, nobody can't say nothing in Eastern Europe about what we did. Yeah. Yeah, we put on. You get a lot of love in your hood, bro. For real. Facts. Now, 
talk about this case. Like, oh. what happened with this case, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's certain things you probably don't want to talk about or whatever, but talk about catching this case. What really fucked this case up? With what, what I learned, they don't really give a fuck about you selling drugs. Mm. But when the violence come, they going they gonna get you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In New York, they don't really give a fuck about what they doing because this is what it is. People selling drugs, boom, boom, that. But once you mix that violence with that drugs, they on you. And that's what happened. We was having shootouts in the projects. We was shooting out with everybody. Then murders was dropping, boom. Mm-hmm. You kill this in there. Our names coming in. Store like murders, really murders. And that's what brought the heat on us. If we were just selling drugs, these people probably would never fuck with us. For real. Yeah. So that's how that case is like we brought it upon ourselves when we brought the drugs. I mean when we brought the violence to it. And I got an older co defendant, you know what I mean? He he always to tell us that. You're doing too much. Let's get money. Mm. We're eating. Yeah, it's always one, though. You know what I mean? It's always one in the crew. And I keep it a band with him. Me and him, we don't fuck with each other too much because a lot of shit going on. But he always should tell us, get money. He way older than us. He was about, at the time, he was about like 35. You know what I mean? Back then? Back then. He about like 50 right now. He got life. Because they already thinking that he was manipulating us. But he was the one telling us, he introduced like this how we get money. Y'all niggas got potential. Motherfuckers are scared of y'all. So niggas scared of y'all. You ain't gotta put in work. But we was this any little thing. I don't give a fuck if it's one of the bros' little brothers and they getting into it. We bringing ruckus. <laughs> For real. Yeah. That's what that's what happened. Yeah. Any little disrespect. If we tell you don't sell in this motherfucking project and you even did it. We coming at you full force. Now, what was what were you doing to niggas in situations like that? Were you smacking niggas up? Were you Man, shooting at niggas? Like, what were y'all doing? Allegedly. We allegedly beat niggas up. Couldn't sell them the projects. We... Strip niggas. Strip niggas, you see it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me tell you how. When it already started, my oldest, my corner friend, that really, he, I guess he watched too much... A New Jack City. <laughs> he come home from jail, and he's like, yo, we taking over the projects. So we mad young. I'm like, how the fuck we taking the project? <laughs> such and such and them old niggas been had these projects for years. How the fuck we doing that? Yeah. In my head, I didn't voice that out. I'm just saying, let me see what he's talking about. He's like, yo, we going around. We tell niggas they can't sell drugs here no more if they ain't with us. <laughs> How old were y'all? <laughs> Dog, the range was fucking from 14 to fucking... Them niggas was three years older than me. I'm 16. They probably was like 18 or or 17. That was the range. Nobody was over 20, though. So this nigga at 17 is telling you we're going to take over. I'm not lying, man. I'm telling you. And you seem like the type of guy, like the type of friend that was just with whatever your friend was with. This is my boy. Yeah. You just a ride or die friend, like. Yeah, yo, what? All right. But in my mind, I'm like, how the fuck we gonna pull this off? And we pulled it off. No lie. They Google whatever. And they said we took over the projects. Nobody sold drugs in motherfucking Unity Plaza, aka the Bamas, when the family was out. 
If they did, they got the part. We brung ruckus to them. That's how we ate. And our projects is not that big. You yeah. got motherfucking in East New York. You got pink houses. You got Cypress Hill. These bigger projects that's known. The Bamas is not that big. Mm. You got picking projects, pink houses, lending projects. Those is big, big projects. Yeah. Bamas where I'm from is not that big, like a square radius. But we was the most ruthless. Mm. For real. You know what I mean? So when we took over, we took over. Yeah. It wasn't no games. Damn. Man. That nigga said we're going to take over the we project. We taking over the project. And how long did it take y'all to do that? A month. <laughs> we walked around, no lie. Every day. Every day. Bats, hammers, pressing motherfuckers. You hustling? From old to nigga. A couple of niggas buck, and that's how we got our court, our case. Couple of old motherfuckers buck. So this right here, buck. what you talking about went okay. Buck. Yeah. And this is what happens. Ah. Come so him see. coming to you telling you we're gonna take over the projects is what got y'all. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Couple of niggas buck. Oh what? That niggas ain't gonna do nothing. What the fuck out here? We been there all here since the eighties. The fuck y'all talking about? Say less. <laughs> Later night that night, ambulance coming. I swear. Yeah. For real, man. Word. Were y'all high on power at that time? Man, power was what it was. It, it is what it is. This is what we got to feed us. This is what it got to do for the family. This is what we going to do. Yeah. Motherfuckers ain't care. At all. Word. So when did the feds come and get involved with this case? The you, feds, not to cut you off, yeah. they came, they said they've been watching us since 96. That's when my kids go back from 96 to 2000. Wow. You know what I mean? That's what they said they've been watching us. And I just turned shit. I just be like, damn, I went out even fighting my shit like that. I just turned 16. I was a baby too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You said you was watching us since 96. I was 16 years old. You know what I mean? They came around 96. Damn. So you been in and out of Rikers Island from 96 to 2000, right? Mm -hmm. You get locked up for this case. You hear the feds is involved. This is a totally different ball game right here. The feds got a, what, 98% conviction rate? Nigga, you was beating shit in grand jury. <laughs> it ain't no speedy trial with these motherfuckers. Because, look, when they come, they got their bases loaded. They got everything. When you get Nigga, they got pitches, wiretaps, all that shit. You hear what every rapper say, who they scared of? The feds. 6ix9ine said, I'm only scared of God and the feds. And you see what he did. Yeah. Every rapper before him, Biggie Smalls in 96, only worry about the feds. For real. Every rapper is Facts. scared of the feds. Mm -hmm. They got a 98% conviction with motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. I never in, a, never in a million years think that I would cop out to 18 years. At nineteen, at nineteen to twenty years old, because you cops out, yeah, who cops out to motherfucking eighteen years. Nobody niggas be like, yo, I'm going to trial. What you want me to do? Eighteen years is go to trial. Fuck, they going to twenty five years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. I copped out to eighteen years. What would you have um gotten if you had blown trial? You see, life is <laughs> all in the life. The elbow, my my Cody that went to trial, he got life plus fifty. For real. One of the one the oldest nigga. He got life plus fifty years. Now he's fifty now. 
That nigga about 50 cent right now. Miserable as hell. It's serious. Yeah. So how many of y'all played? All of us. All y'all played except for that nigga. Yeah. All us right here, we all played. One of them copped out to 30, one of them copped out to 18 with me. And he's going through it right now. My man, Rukin Cummins. Because he had a state case. He did 18 and a half years, 19 years in the state. You know what they trying to do right now? They trying to say they're not running this shit that he supposed to do in the feds. It's concurrent. He's right now going to the feds. We fight right now. Cold lawyers and all that. Because they told him when he copped out. Who a man would cop out to two 18 years? No. Run that together and I'm going to do it. Facts. That's what, they, that's what they do most of the time. Exactly. Why would you... 18 yeah. years and then 18 Another years. Another year. That's yeah. what, what he's going through right now. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking crazy. He's fucking him over. He supposed to came on motherfucking the 14th of November. Yeah. He's still in there right now. They just took him from the state. They all this time. They're 18 and a half in the state. I would go. I went to New York. That's why I just went to New York to go pick him up and all that. He ain't let go. I knew he had to. He said he had to go to the feds to just to get let go. Because was, we was in the feds together. We copped out the 18 years together. They ran his shit because he had a state case too, together. They should have let him serve that state time in the, the feds that's with what, the. That, that's what, what, what they saying? should do, bro. That's what you said. That makes this sense. This what I thought. This what we all thought. But they took him to that state. And he did all his time over there. So now it was a whole misconstrued Because the feds, if anybody want their time, it's the feds, my nigga. Exactly. If anybody want their time, it's, crazy, it's the feds. You don't really know nothing about. Jail shit. Yeah, what you saying? That's what used to always be in my mind. You now, thinking that, but you like, I don't want to wish bad on my yeah, man. Now look what he going through. They trying to say he owe the feds. He going to the fed jail to this day right now. We I'd have been like, look, fuck. let me do the, let me do my fed time. Yeah, fuck it, I'll do my fed time right, right now, quick, man. For real. Hell yeah, that's fucked up. Real fucked up. Now I'm gonna show y'all some evidence from his case, um, from the Rico. Shit, this shit is crazy. These are all guns that they found. This is wild, bro. That's an old AK-47. That motherfucker ain't even have a handle on it <laughs> for you to grip the front of that bitch. Yeah, 45. Y'all niggas was running them up. God damn. Hell uh, yeah. Kids, don't sell drugs, man. Don't do it. I'm not glorifying this. Yeah, fact. We just showing you mm -hmm. that this is what they do. It's evidence. They don't play no games. And only four people got locked up for this shit, by the way. Word. All these wasn't y'all guns. These was other motherfuckers' guns, too. But that's so crazy. They'll this how they hands in one, hands in all. Exactly. All, Majority was ours, but it's some of them like, the fuck? <laughs> but it's just the neighborhood, okay? Mm -hmm. Y'all ran the neighborhood. Whoever got locked up with a gun, that's y'all gun. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For real, man. Because they looking at y'all as the leaders. Exactly. That's two shotguns. Yeah. That's a sawed off. I never seen it. That's a sawed off, right? Uh-huh. God damn. This is serious. And them gun cases in New York is real, bro. You doing a year off top, you get caught with a gun in New York. Yeah. They like Lil Wayne ass up. You see? They don't fuck about who he is. You doing a year, God. This is a lot of my arm's starting to hurt, dog. <laughs> 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 this is crazy, bro. Yeah, man. It's different. Look, back in the days, we couldn't flip. Oh, they got it now. We had to tape our shit. We had to tape all that shit. This a hundred round clip. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real to, banana clip. We had to tape all that shit, man. Look, man. Shit serious. This is like a high point. 
This a high point? Yep, that's a fact. A little none. <laughs> that wasn't your shit. You wasn't busting no high point. Huh? That little none right there. Look at that old shit right there. Y'all niggas ain't discriminate, ain't it? Nah, man. <laughs> we ain't play. You know what I mean? But a lot of my niggas is paying for that shit to this day, man. Thanks, bro. For real, they paying for that shit. And I paid for it. 16 years out of my life. Young. Niggas talk about it and rap about it. They can't say, man, we was doing it. This is wild, bro. This For is real. a lot of fucking guns, my nigga. Yeah, man. So when you go to the feds, right, are you rudely awakened by the environment? Or yeah. is it or is it or is it more lax than the Rikers Island? It's, it's way lax. It's way lax. It's not that you know what in the in the fed land that's what motherfuckers don't get? In the state, it's more physical. Mm. In the feds, it's a thinker thing. If you're not a thinker, you're going to crash over there. You're going to crash. And they're going to send your ass to Elsa Gundo, meaning, nigga, you from motherfucking South Carolina? They're going to send your ass somewhere to motherfucking Texas or motherfucking California. For real. Mm. That's what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, what, that's exactly what they do. They don't play. It's a thinking shit. Yeah. So if you're not a thinker, you're going to drown. You're going to drown in that shit. You're going to be the tough guy and not a thinker. And that's what I learned in that shit. I became a thinker in that shit. Hard. Yeah. Way much more than what I was. Yeah. I had to think for myself and others. Now, that's real to say you think for other people. Because most people yeah. don't even have that type of understanding. Yeah. I got to think for you before I make a decision. Yeah. Because I know what this going to turn out like. Yeah. But it's all about if you can handle what's to come next. Yep. Like, is niggas in there running the phones and taking niggas' canteen, nah, or is it different? Because everybody in there got money, I'd imagine. Because, it's, like you said, it's a lot of motherfuckers that's wealthy in that shit. You know what I'm saying? And you can't take no phone when you only get 15 minutes on the phone. And then you got to wait an hour to use the phone next. That's how it is in the feds. What? Yeah. It's if no I call you, I got to wait an hour to use the phone. Some spots, 30 minutes. So how am I going to take the phone? And then if I take your phone, it's a voice recognition on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that eliminated all that Rackers Island, taking the phone, all that shit. That eliminated all that, that shit. That shit was dead. That's dead. So no nigga could be like, if he be like, yo, nigga, come on your pocket. I was running the phones in the feds. That's a lie. <laughs> he wasn't running no phones. In the feds, yeah. Nah, nigga. Get out of here. Right. He wasn't running no phones. Yeah. You had to call somebody in 15 minutes or 30 minutes later. How you running the phone? Yeah. Somebody else got to get on that phone until your time come up. You yeah. know what I mean? So, nah. It was more, it was more of a, it was an aggressive shit. It was a thinking game. And these motherfuckers playing for keeps on the fans. Yeah, niggas cutting niggas in the state and all that shit. No, yeah. Niggas just stabbing motherfuckers and they trying to finish you. So niggas is trying to really end you in yeah, the fans. Yeah, trying to finish you. For real. That's what it was. And it wasn't, my man, not to say his name, he cut a couple of niggas. They was like, like we was in the spot. And he wound up cutting a nigga. He a Rackers Island baby nigga. He wound up cutting a nigga. Yeah, he cut a nigga. Nigga like, oh shit, ain't playing. But nigga like, he finished that nigga. He just cut that nigga. So you can bond up, bump into him. Even though they might, you know what I'm saying? He ain't finished that nigga. You know? That's how it is over there. Yeah. And then with the feds, you meeting niggas from all oh. different types of places. So... Your name in New York, I mean, of course you got a rep. You probably locked up with one or two niggas that's from New York that might know about you. Mm -hmm. But really, you might be with a nigga from Texas. Them niggas don't give a fuck. 
about none of that shit. That's that's the that's the difference. And I used to tell my co defendant that's in the state or my co defendant's in the states. I'm like, yo, yo, y'all niggas is up north with everybody we know that heard about us. I'm over here. Nobody don't give a fuck about no crime fam or what hood, blood, whatever. They don't give a fuck who you is. Cause there's so many more. This is what I learned in the feds. It's this what my eyes, cause I ain't no front. When I first came to the feds, I'm on my New York shit. We the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. Yeah. I come to find out, man, there's motherfucking gangsters all over the world. Niggas in Little Rock, Arkansas, that'll bust your motherfucking head, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> That's why I had friends like that. Yeah. One of my closest friends was a motherfucking vice lord. We was in a penitentiary and, and where the fuck we was at? And where the fuck I was at? Um, Terry Hub Penitentiary, Indiana. He was from Indiana. He was from Gary, Indiana. This young nigga my age, he had three licenses. He was motherfucking vice lord. This came my best friend. Like, yo, me and him was together every day. More than I used to be with the homies, I was with him. Me and him. More than he used to be with his crew, he was with me. You know what I mean? We, 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 we just, real niggas record, we just built this bond. And we used to laugh and joke. You know what I mean? He was from Gary, Indiana. That's where from Michael Jackson from. Mm-hmm. That's where Michael Jackson from. Yeah, the only other motherfucker from yeah. there is Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Freddie Gibbs be, from there. <laughs> I used to be on him like, yo, man, there ain't no killers in Gary, man. You got Michael Jackson from the heat. Like, what? Nigga, look at my paperwork. This motherfucker, niggas respected this young nigga. He had so many murders under his belt. Man, he had the five-point star on his eye. It was my man. He could rap all that. That's when I first seen... Your release date is deceased. Because in the feds, you got to share your paperwork. Nigga. Like, yo, we from the world. All right, here got my paperwork. That's your introduction to a motherfucker. And the motherfucker going to open your shit up and look at it right in front. He going to let you take this package to your room. But he wants your package too. Yeah. To see what's going on. Now, if a nigga got some fucked up paperwork, are you expected to hit that nigga on the spot as soon as you bring it back to him? Not or is to you him, just like, fuck him, you a dub? He a dub, but... Now time to tell this crew more send him out of here. Mm. That's how it is. It's strict like that. Yeah. See, up north in the States and nigga state, motherfuckers gonna know who's who. Because you you from the city, you if you upstate New York and you from Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, Manhattan, motherfuckers, it's a thousand motherfuckers from your neighborhood that's been in that's in jail. Mm-hmm. So the talk of the town is what you did or who you be. They don't ask for paperwork in there. They already know. The Your feds, jacket. I, yeah. In the feds, I'm, I'm like you said, I'm all over the fucking world. Who the fuck knows me? I'm from Brooklyn and I'm way out in, t- in Indiana. I'm way out in Oklahoma. Who the fuck knows me? So you right. got to show this mm-hmm. if I'm going to be a friend or we this and that. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. But my closest friend was a fucking vice lord. He had three licenses. I couldn't believe it. My age. For real. Mm. It was serious. Right. Word. That's crazy as fuck, bro. Three life sentences. Three what was that life. nigga mindset? Knowing bro, he had that type of time. Yo, but if you used to fuck me up with him, he was acting like he was cool. I said, like, yo, his name was Sneak. I'm like, yo, Sneak. Oh, you. This thing should be telling jokes. He's a funny motherfucker. Play basketball with me. We go work out, run the track. He's like, yo, what the fuck it is, what it is, Keys. But I'm feeling sorry for the nigga. Like, yo, do you mourn? I don't know. He probably, nah, he probably mourn. But he ain't never showed no 
bullshit with him and all that. Damn. Word. Yeah, we back. We back. So you was talking about the feds, bro. Yeah. Now, talk about when you caught that time. Like the moment the judge smacked that motherfucking gavel and gave you that time. What was going through your head and how did you feel in that moment? At that moment, you know what's crazy? That I mainly was scared about my daughter not growing up because my oldest daughter was born. Mm-hmm. Like a week after I got locked up, you know what I mean? I was mainly scared about that and losing people, mainly my mom. Yeah. That's a long time. Me, personally, I got to handle what it is. You know what I mean? So that's what was going through my mind when he's like, yo, you got... See, in the fans, they don't give you 18 years. They give you months. So you got to go back to your cell and add up the amount exactly. of money. Exactly. That's so weird as that's fuck. That's weird as hell. So he was like, we sent this you, Mr. Kareem, called him on to 216 months. I'm like, 216 months? Damn. Damn, 216 months? All right, like... You know what I mean? I really don't know. But when I went back and my, my lawyer came, he like, yo, because I'm thinking, my lawyer said, yo, you can get either 15 or 18 years because I ain't have no record. So I'm like, he probably give me the 15. I think I can knock that out. You know what I'm saying? That nigga said, man, 216 months is 18 years flat. I'm like, yo, how much time you do over that? He like, I do 15 and a half, but I wound up getting in trouble a couple of times. So they take good time from me, so that's what made me do the 16 flat. Mm. You know what I mean? So my main focus, no lie, I'm not worrying about jail and all that shit because it is what it is at that time. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I've been to Rackers Island. What the fuck happened this shit? You know what I mean? And then I was already into, I got sentenced two years later, so I was already into my jail mode. It is what it is. Ah, I got to live here. I'm two years in jail, eating this, tuna, mac, all that. It is what it is. My main focus is like, I hope I don't lose my moms. You know what I mean? That's a long time. To be a long fucking time. Focus, you know what I mean? Then is my daughter gonna resent me? Like, this, I don't know this nigga. You know what I mean? That's that's what really was going through my mind when I got when he really hit me with that shit. Damn. I'd imagine though, bro. That was really going through my mind. And then you still young. You still a kid. Exactly. You still a kid, bro. So I went in nineteen. They gave me the time like twenty one. Yeah. Cause I laid up fighting the case. Mm-hmm. So they gave me the time like twenty one years old. And I'd imagine, you know, it was it probably wasn't as hard because like you said, you had already knew this is what came with it and this is what's mm-hmm. destined with this lifestyle. Yep. Everybody I know around me done been to jail. Yep. My fr- my co-defendants are my best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. it's like all or nothing. Like, fuck it. Exactly. I just didn't think I would get all that time. Not at one time. In my first bed. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. In my first bed, I never thought I would get 18 years. Five, six, seven, eight, yeah. But to get... 18 years, two more years is motherfucking 20 years. Yeah. And I was 19 when I went to jail, so you gave me a year over, you gave me a year less than what I lived on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think if you went to New York Department of Corrections versus the feds, it would have been different? You think you, do you think you would have survived it? Yeah, I would have survived it. My Cody survived it. They was all in the state. They all in the state. I probably had more fun. Because my whole being the feds, I knew nobody from my hood. 
Mm. Nobody was from where I was from. Yeah. So I used to keep in contact with my Cody's that had to go to the state. They used to tell me who they used to be around. I'm like, yo, damn, I ain't seen son in years. Mm. Like, they met, they bumped into people that they knew and motherfuckers knew they. Me, I was a loner. You ain't seen nobody from New York, bro. Nobody. It was motherfucking New York there, but not niggas nobody from, from my hood. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't nobody. So damn. I paid my way. And it was different. Fact, you know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't have such and such and such and such that's for my project. Nah. Nobody. I was with none of my co-defendants. I was by myself. And I was in like, I've, I've been through like eight jails in the feds. Mm. You know what I mean? Eight jails and I, by myself. Why did you go to so many different jails? Was it because that's just how the rotation goes in the feds? Or was it because you were getting in trouble and stuff? getting in trouble. Uh, so you could have stayed at one prison for 18 years had you not yep. gotten in trouble. I probably had to drop to a lower, lower base, but majority of them shits was me being in trouble. Like, my first spot, I was in New York. I was mm. upstate New York. The sweetest jail in there ever in the feds. Motherfuckers are here, this Otisville, New York. This jail, man, when I got there, man, this shit had carpets in a unit. This shit had, in the child hall, the food was so good. They had ice cream machines. Like this what this would fuck me up with the feds. Like, yo, this jail? This was a, and I was only 45 minutes. My mother was coming up every week. I was only 45 minutes from New York. I mean from the town. Mm. So that was the best spot I was at. That was the you best. You probably ain't had to fight. Yo, it was a sweet spot, man. And I took advantage of the shit because I was young. I'm in my gang mode. We was wildin'. Niggas bulletproof. You know what I mean? We bloody. <laughs> I'm, I'm blood then. I'm yeah. all the way. Yeah. You that we nigga wildin'. now. Yeah. We wildin'. Yeah. We was doing so much. And my old people, my old heads, that was cool with me, that mm-hmm. was from the New York and all that, they used to always tell me, like, yo, because they already been in jail 10, 20 years. They like, yo, you going to fuck this spot up. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers trying to get to this spot. Like, yo. From the city, that's from, you know what I mean, the five boroughs. This the closest spot that we gonna have to New York. You gonna fuck this shit up. I ain't even hit up. I was going to box every other month. Fighting. This, that. The homies be doing this. Taking people's shit. We treating this shit like Rikers Island. Because mm. it was so sweet. So sweet, yeah. And we bloods. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking sweet, man. We was t- treating it. They used to pull me up because they fuck with me. Like, you see how you said, yo, I got this gravity. They used to fuck me. Like, yo, you up, you up, you all right, man. You bugging. How much time you got keys? I'm like, yo, I got motherfucking 18 years. Dog, these niggas that you running with, they got five. They going home soon. You got a long time in here. <laughs> you want to stay close to home. Yeah. And then we went out there and out the other, man. I wound up getting in some trouble. Almost getting stabbed in the yard, where be throwing weights, places, it was crazy. And them niggas sent me all the way to motherfucking Indiana Penitentiary. The Max Penitentiary. You don't want to go to the penitentiaries in fact. That's where it's going down. It's strict. They sent me there. Food nasty. It's strict. No games playing. Like this is This is the real gladiator school. Yeah. 
And I was lost when I got there. Like, what the fuck? And then uh, they sent me to Indiana. I never, yo, I never been on a plane in my life until I was in the feds. That's that's. So it was a bittersweet moment. Like, yeah. damn, I'm looking at places I never seen. Up. Yeah, shackled up my feet, and I'm flying ahead. This spot, this spot, this spot. That's how they move you, especially when you're moving far away. You take a bus somewhere, you get on a plane. That's how it is. Do you go to a regular airport or a private jet? You go airport? to a motherfucking airport. But like, they got a place where the feds, where they got that they move it. Mm. Yeah. That was my first time on the plane, man. Damn. Them niggas ain't giving you water and shit. They give you water. But you shackled, son. You got to remember, you yeah. got the shackle around you, boom. You got they the shackle you, on your feet. They don't, the stewardess don't come around with snacks and shit? Yeah, the stewardess is the fucking FBI agent. <laughs> he like this. They come around with a snack box with crackers, a sandwich, and you like this, eat this how you gotta eat on the plane. Yeah. You shackled up. You like this. Water. You know what I mean? That's how you doing, dog. So do they tell you where you going or they like, nigga, you going somewhere? You going somewhere. You if you cool, cool, like I was cool, cool, and I see certain police, I'm like, yo, come on, son. Where I'm going, man. They don't post to tell you because they on something. This the mafia, this the movies you see with federal movies and all that, where motherfuckers break people out. We ain't got no money like that to break, stop a bus and everybody get down, kill and pull a motherfucking drug. That ain't us, but that's how they on it. That's their mindset, because stick it like that could, could happen. Yeah. If L chop on on them, really wanna, you see how they bring him. Mm-hmm. Bulletproof everything. Mm-hmm. Cause nigga, money so long, nigga be like, yo, man, I was almost saying, remember, I forgot what movie that was where all the game members were trying to break out somebody. He's like, yo, I give a hundred million to somebody to break me out. I forgot what movie it was. It was I think it was um, Narcos. Was it Narcos? Nah, it wasn't Narcos. It was a good movie, man. Somebody I know. He's like, yo, I give you a hundred million. All the gang members in LA was trying to get him out. I know what you're talking they about. They was shooting the shit. They was trying to get him out, but that's how the fans is. They just thinking that, so you don't post to know where you going. Then get on the bus, you out of here. When you get there, you'll know. Mm. Well, you know, niggas, you know, this is jail. Anybody going, you know, like your swag, whatever. No, man, I'm going, man. I ain't, no, I ain't. What the fuck? I can't call nobody. They cut your phones off. I just want to know I'm going. Oh, yo, you going? So, 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 so. Oh, damn, what the fuck? That's how I found out. Fuck, you fucked up the sweet spot. Yeah. Did you regret it immediately when you, you was going in? Because I was getting visits every week. Yeah. I got I did three years in the penitentiary in, in, in Terry Hunt. I got one visit, but I told my mother don't come because she got to fly out there. She's spending mad money to come visit me for motherfucking a day. Five, six hundred dollars. Mm. And how long were the visits? Eight hours. Ah. Uh. But still, still, yeah, six, seven hundred dollars to come see me. When she was coming, see me getting the car, driving up, forty-five minutes to motherfucking New York jail up north to see me every week. Come on, it was sweet. I mean, so I fucked that shit up, man. Yeah, I fucked that motherfucking. I fucked that spot up just because I was. But after that, (laughs) shit grew me into a man. Yeah, when I went to the penitentiary. It turned me to the young naive keys to a grown ass man. Because of the pants, they not playing. It's kill mode. Everybody in there got a, like I said, my man had life. Everybody, majority of motherfuckers had life. It's kill mode. So I gotta be a grown man. I can't be 23 years old in this spot or 25. 
I gotta be on grown man time. Cause niggas not tolerating no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how I was. It turned me into a whole different person. Mm-hmm. To the man I am today. Cause right. I did that and then I went to another penitentiary. Which one was worse? The first one or the second one? The first one. one. The second one was cool. It got worse after I left. All right. The first one I went to Terry Hill Penitentiary. Then the second one I went to Canaan Penitentiary. They just opened that penitentiary, so it wasn't so reckless. Now that shit is the truth. Motherfuckers say they in Canaan. Motherfuckers about something. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So... When did you start like really working out and shit? Cause I saw old pictures of you back in the day, dog. You was little as hell, man. <laughs> you come home big as shit. Like when you started working out, bro, man. And probably, what made you start? Like, what was it? Was it boredom? It was boredom, but it was my man named Nitty. He used to be. I used to see how the police used to be on him with MDC. He used to always take his shirt off. Behind the stairs and doing pull ups. I used to watch them. This is my man. They used to be old, like mesmerized by them to pull the CO bitches. I'm like, damn, this nigga, man. He walk around, show you off all that shit. I'm right. Like, yo, I gotta get my shit up. So I tell that nigga one day we in the cell, tell him, yo, I wanna work out, man. You know, I never been on that shit because my co defendant, the oldest one, he used to try to get us to work out. And I used to pull out my hammer, like, fuck, I'm working out for. Who the fuck wanna want box with this? This how I was on it. Back right, then, you right. You know what I mean? Fuck, I'm working. I'm skinny. Smoke my weed. Whatever. I can't breathe. I can't run a track mill. I smoke Snoopports 100. But this joint right here, come on. Who the fuck want to box with this? So that was my mind frame in the, in the city. Yeah. So now I'm in jail. I don't got all that. It's about, and I'm seeing how the bitches used to be on him and all that. And he was my man. He always take his shirt off. So and, I'm, and when we get to that, I'm gonna tell you a story where he see me after a while. So, boom, I got to see him doing. He used to be on the back of stairs every day, like four o'clock after we get locked out. He on that motherfucker before he we eat lunch, doing pull ups, pushing, walk around with a shirt off through the unit. And I used to see that bitch. It was a nice couple of CO bitches. They used to be on that nigga like, Nitty, what are you doing, Nitty? <laughs> Fuck, I'm gonna get my shit up. So I went back there with him one day. I couldn't do two pull ups. He's like, listen, this he used to help me with my feet. I do two pull ups. He's like, you're gonna do two, 10 sets of twos. Word. Two pull ups, two dips. That's all I could do. That's how I fucked up I was. Yeah. Because I nigga been drinking, smoking, fucking. Nigga ain't work out in town. And that's when it started, like 2001, 2002. And yo. Me doing that shit constantly, I was doing fours, fives, tens. Turned you into an animal. Word. Yeah. For real, homie. Like, constantly, mm-hmm. constantly. Then they sent me to a jail with weights? Otisville? It was over. You turned up then. It was over. You I took what you- weights in my life. Yeah. I came, they like, yo, because a lot of jails in the feds, they was taking weights away. So everybody, that's what I'm saying. Otisville was sweet. In certain jails don't got no weights. No weights you need to get your weight up. They sent me there. You know, they, they took my man's and took me around. It was the weight pal. I'm seeing all the weights. I'm like, damn. I'm going to get my weight up here. And that's what it was. My shit, man. My mother used to come and see me like, yo, stop. Ah, my shit grew so big, son. I got so big so quick. And then what really got me big, because I used to still smoke mad cigarettes. They start taking the cigarettes away from us. 
Motherfuckers are still sneaking, but I tell you, man, I'm not doing that sneaking shit. Gotta be like, doing. I'm not doing that shit. I'm just gonna stop. I already don't need the shits. Once I stopped smoking cigarettes, I blew up because cigarettes down your your metabolism. Meaning, you only want to eat. You if you smoke something all that, you ain't thinking about food. And that's what it was. I might smoke black mouth cigarettes, and I ain't even thinking that I ain't eat all day. I'm just chilling, smoking. It kills that shit. Yeah, it kills the appetite. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But once I stopped, I was hungry like a motherfucker. So now I'm working out because I was working out smoking. Working out smoking, I was defeating the purpose. Now I'm working out and I stopped smoking and they took the cigarettes. Blew up. Man, my shit got crazy, man. And it was on. I liked it. I, yo, I used to go to different jails. Hey, yo, that nigga Big Keys here. I like <laughs> you from Keys are the Big Keys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this nigga got a chest out this world. I'm coming here, showing out, lifting everything. Smacking yeah. niggas. Exactly, like, yeah, keys in. For real. What? They got a hundred dump crawl, I'm curling. I was Kissing the motherfucker. Yeah. Pull up ball, I'm out there now. Because I started with this, I'm out there with my shirt on. Like, dude. Yeah. Long story short, I wanted to bump it to him. My man, he went home. He was short. Yeah. He started me working out. He went home. I bumped it to him, like, 10 years later. He caught a violation. He comes to the jail. Where I was at. I'm in Pennsylvania jail. I don't know how he wound up in this jail. So I'm walking down the stairs. My shit crazy. <laughs> he's just getting there, so he got his barrel and all that. So he coming up the stairs. So he stopped. I stopped. He like, Kizo? I'm like, Nitty? He like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm killing him right now. Right? You know what he's I mean? still big though at this time? He been home. Yeah. My shit looking like He-Man. Yeah. You like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, you big as hell. I'm like, yeah, nigga. It's lit. Yeah, what's up? I remember you was that nigga. I'm peeling shot at the top. Like, I'm peeling and I'm tatted out now. I ain't have no tattoos when I went to jail. Yeah. I'm tattoo arm, sleeve, chest, back, all that from jail. I'm like, nigga, yeah, this me. I'm fronting on them. We play basketball. I'm taking my shirt off. You fucking the bitches now. <laughs> now, speaking of, yeah, speaking of the bitches and shit, did you ever fuck a... Yo, know? I was scared. You I'm was, always be... I'm going to keep it real with you with everything. You a real nigga, man. I was scared. You a in real nigga, man. In, keeping it real like that, because... In, in this jail I was in, and niggas, because it was just one bitch on me. Hard. Hard, man. She was on me. I could have... She wound up fucking another nigga and wound up getting locked up. That's how fucked up it was. I missed that bullet. But she was on me. Like, I used to come from the, she was my, I was steady in our unit. So was, my, the shower used to be right next to her office. Yeah. So when I come from the morning doing my visits, I mean my, my workout, she used to be right there. So I come out with my towel around me, shirt off, just the front on her. Yeah. I go in my cell. She used to come in my cell while I'm like lotioning up and want to talk. Like, come on, mom. What are you doing? Was she bad? She was, no, but she was. I'm in jail. I've been in jail by like 11 years at the time. So you itching. She was cute in the face. She was chubby white chick. Yeah. But she was cute in the face and she used to talk and talk about me talking this and that. But what I was scared of is a gang intelligent police for every jail. They call SIS. You know what I mean? They mainly focus on gang people. Her husband was the gang leader. So I was thinking he was the he was the SIS leader. Yeah, he was the leader. Oh shit! I knew him because he used to call me every time something go down with the homies or anything. 
Quarterbone come to the motherfucking lieutenant office. It'd be him. He'd be sitting there. Suited out. Yo, what's going on? What the fuck? Why you can't stop this? Like, yo, I'm going to put you in the box or something. Like, he was that main motherfucker. That was her husband. Mm. He must have been digging her down, right? He was a dweeb-looking, nerd-looking motherfucker. I thought he was trying to set me up because she was coming on to me too hard. And I was curving it. And my man's them seeing it. Like, you ain't fucking up. Son, yo, Key, she's on you. She bought me a red flag, all this type of shit. She used to be doing wild shit that I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Talk to me all day. Like, let me do certain shit that motherfuckers don't supposed to do, all that. But I was scared. I'm like, nah, I'm not fucking wild, son. That's such and such, white. They know that. But man, she on you. Anyway, I curved her. But she still was my bitch. Like, let me do shit, but I ain't, I ain't indulging ain't fuck her. She wound up fucking a Spanish nigga. She was just a heat bitch. <laughs> For real. She bought him a chain, new sneakers. So don't you know about like a month later, man, the motherfucking federal agents came and walked her off the compound, booked him. I don't know where the fuck he at to this day. You know what I mean? Like they booked him. Word. The fucking, the, 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 the head SIS called me to the office, me and my man. That he thought was running with me. He was like, yo, y'all ain't tell me my motherfucking wife was fucking this dude. I thought we had a good rapport. I'm like, what the fuck is you talking about? He was just crushed. He was just vent to anybody that they walked off. Motherfucker, fucking my wife. Y'all ain't even let me know I'll be looking out for y'all. I'm like, dude, you bugging, man. He was just venting. I'm like, yo, what the fuck you mean? We, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Or me and my man like, yo, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I could have smashed up. I was nervous. I'd have been nervous too. You know I mean? But I could have fucked them. Yeah. Or but I ain't never like I ain't never nigga to tell you off for I ain't fucking nothing. And I could have a couple of bitches on me. Nigga young, weighed up. Don't look too bad. I'm high. Locker stay full. I was respected in every jail. Mm-hmm. Ain't no nigga could say I was respected in every eight jails I ran it. <laughs> yeah. And that shit go a long way with the um, with the CEOs because they people too. Yeah, they, they people too. They people that like, okay, I like how he carry himself. I like the respect he got and shit like that. So, talk about when you came home, bro. Like, what was that like when they opened the motherfucking gates and you came home, bro? The best feeling in the world, man. Like a nigga being born again. Seeing my mom's like they put the camera. I got let go from Ohio jail. In a jail in Ohio. So my mom's in the post that came and got me, but I told her, nah, I want to ride the bus. They gave me a Greyhound ticket. I just want to embrace the world. Like, I've been going 16 years. So I rode the bus. They meet me at 40 Dudes, Times Square. I rode the bus, took that all in and all that shit, but it's nice. I get there, my mom's and my father was there. Only two people. Out of all the shit you I did. All the shit. Out of all the trouble I caused them and all that. Them two. They don't even fuck with each other. I, I saw that picture too, bro. Yeah, when I'm hugging them. I saw that, bro. And all that. You I know saw what that. I mean? I got my mother hugged up, jumped up. That was my first picture home. My pops there. It was the best feeling in the world, man. Or the best, the best feeling. Like, damn, I'm finally home. Yeah. My mother was so happy because she... Did that whole bed with me every visit, seeing her only son in jail, growing up, growing up, growing up, growing up, growing up. 
You know what I mean? Or so that was like the best feeling coming home from that shit. Yeah. Or that's dope, bro. Now seeing the world, how much it had changed. Seeing cell phones, seeing the way cars look and shit. Did it get you overwhelmed? It got me pretty overwhelmed. I just wanted to indulge in everything. Gangster. You just wanted to indulge in everything. I got to get my hands in. And I got to get my me wife an iPhone. Here, she'll tell you like, she's still to the, like, yo, I adapted to the, my, my um, case manager that was in the halfway house. She's like, yo, Cordemon, calm down. Like, yo, I adapted to the world easily because I waited for this. You know how motherfuckers be miserable or take years to get to adapt to the world? I adapted this shit quick. Mm. She said that scared her because if I adapt to the world, I'll be back into my bullshit. But she don't know I've been waiting for years for this. I used to keep all the young homies with me and spin the track and ask questions. Mm. Bro, you know what's wild? Wallow267 said the same shit. Gilly Cousin, he can't, He did 20 He did twenty years. Yeah. Did 20 years, bro. And he said, young niggas used to come to jail. He'll ask them, what's going on? What's yep. the cell? What's this? What's new? Yep. They wasn't asking about what was going on in the streets. They was asking about what's what was new? going on in the world. Yeah, what's in the world? That's wild, bro. I what gave you the what gave you the fortitude to know to do that? Like, I need to ask these motherfuckers. I don't know. What's I going just was so intrigued and hammering shit and spinning with them. And it was a lot of young motherfuckers coming through. And they was I'm still young. They like, yo, big bro, how long you been in? Uh, time to be 10, 12. Damn, you been in. Yeah, son. How old is you? 32. What? I love yo. You know what I mean? Spin the track. I asked them. I'm asking about girls on the phone. How the phone work? Were you gonna, you gonna FaceTime or I was planning? So you already it. knew what it was to do, exactly. but you just had to actually do it and see it done exactly. in person. Exactly. So exactly. it wasn't like foreign to you. Exactly. I asked so many questions from the young homies, man. The young homies seemed to adapt to me. Mm. 18, 19, 20. They seemed to adapt to me. I used to spin a track, and then I was on them. I wasn't on no bullshit with them. I used to be on them. Let's work out. Get your weight up, though. They're going to love you. I used to have mad little homies working out with me. Yo, spin a track, this and that. They do something stupid. I'm like, yo, that's stupid. Come on, son. You bugging out. Yeah. That's kid shit. You ain't a kid, right? You in jail. You can't be a kid. You know what I mean? I had to, I'm like, yo, son, I came in 19. I did the same stupid shit. That's, that's some kid shit. We not kids, though. For real. <laughs> And I just keep it like that. And I swear, my wife is she'll be like, yo, she'll be asking like, you did 16 for real? Like, niggas be faking. I'm like, go check it. Fuck you talking about? I ain't know because I adapted to this shit quick. Yeah. Yo, I got my fucking driver's license in a month since I've been home, when I came home. Yeah. I took the permit test, aced the shit. There's questions. I'm not a dumb nigga. This was a street nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was in all, in New York, it's one classes. That mean you're a smart nigga. I was in all one class. I just chose the streets and dropped out. Yeah. I'm not a dumb nigga. I wrote a book in jail. Facts. You know what you I got, mean? You got, you got a copy of your book? Yeah, I can go. Yeah, I got a book, copy of the shit. Yeah, yeah. we're going to definitely, you know, I'm going to have a link in the description so y'all can check out the book too, man, yeah, and purchase wrote, that I shit on Amazon. I wrote a book in jail. Guilty yeah. by affiliation. Meaning, you know what I mean? Y'all motherfuckers that people, if you got a man that's a part of something and he doing something with anything, you just, if you with him and all that, you just as guilty as he is. Hands on one, hands of all. That's what happened to me. It's facts. Yeah, I'm telling you. 
Had nothing to do with that shit, bro. I got locked up. Hell yeah, son. You guilty by affiliation. And that's yeah. what my book is about. Mm-hmm. You know what prompted what? you to want to write that book, bro? I read so many black novels, black history. I think I've read so many books over the 16 years, man. Not just black books. I've read all the Malcolm X, the Willie Lynch theories. I read so many books, the 48 Powers, 50 Joint, the 50 Powers. I read everything, man. And I used to sit back, especially with the black book, like, damn, man, I can write this shit. So I was in the penitentiary, and we used to be locked down so much time because shit going down, two months, three months. Like, we locked in our cell, and we got, this is how we used to do it in pen. We used to have a bag for lockdown. We'll go to the store, buy our stuff, but we'll put all type of tunas, shit that you can cook because we can't get out. Tunas, crackers. If motherfuckers got book, I won't even read the books. I'll just pack them up in my locker. Mm. Because I know when that time come, I got food and I got books. So you kept a stash for... Exactly. I read so many books. I had a Sully from BA. I read so many books, so I sat on my desk one day. We, we locked down. And I just start writing shit. Writing, writing stories. But what I did, you know what I mean? Milking it down, what I want to do, all that. Boom, 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 writing stories. And I'll give it to him. Yo, why this sound? He read, like, yo, you got more? But I'm thinking he on some bullshit because he a sucker. So <laughs> sucker niggas to say anything to a real nigga. For real, because I seen him get punched in the eye and all that and running the cell. I'm like, yo, you got a nigga punch you in your eye. We in a penitentiary. They gonna be punching your eye every day. You yeah. about to get out of myself because niggas might not think they could run in this cell and do that because I'm gonna fuck something up. So I'm letting him read it. And he used to always be, yes, 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 yes. Yo, this shit good, man. Give me this. That shit that I'm writing my book from the beginning. So I hit him like, yo, you man, is you saying this or you just scared to tell me you're this shit trash? He like, yo, keys, man, I might be this, but this shit is good. That nigga said I might be a bitch, but it's good. <laughs> Word it up, son. He like, yo, but this shit is good, man. For yeah, real. Yeah. And I'm writing and writing. And he motherfucking was reading. And it was a dude in the penitentiary. He was writing these Dutch stories for the bitch, for the, the, the Triple Crown bitch, Victoria's son. He was really writing it for her. And she wasn't ready to give him credit. A nigga from Ohio. He was like, yo, man. So I went to him one day. Like, yo, man, I'm writing books too, man. I'm trying to learn. And he schooled me. He read it. He's like, yo, this shit is good. You just got to learn this format, format, format. And well, I'm like, yo, tell me how to do that format. And I did it over and over and over. And I did that shit. And I was telling my mother, she always been my number one supporter. I'm like, mom, I'm writing a book. Let me see. Send me it. And I'm sending to her. She's like, boy, this is good, but you can't keep his name in there because I'm really writing niggas. You really name. like on some real shit, like. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to sue you, yeah. So yeah. Just shot this motherfucker. I did. Oh, no, you can't do this. She helped me with that. And we we met, we did that shit and published it ourselves. Straight wow. up. I found a publishing company that would help me publish it ourselves because I was sending all my shits to manuscripts to all the book companies that was out. I'm going to back of books that I read, and they like, yo, if you got books, and they was denying me. Oh, we got this type of book already, this and that. All right. Mom, we probably got to publish it down, so that's why I love her. Baby, don't worry about it. Mm. I'll put the money up. And we did it. Boom, that's I, I had a vision of the cover, 
It's like me. My weight was up, hat to the side, weight. You see the cover mm-hmm. of it? Everybody mm-hmm. loved the cover. Yeah. That was my vision. Yo, I want this type of man looking like me. A lady biting a fucking apple because like that. Like biting the apple Adam and Eve. The biting the apple and all that shit. The balls behind it. You look into my shit in the detail, that's how it is. I came up with that. Yeah. For real. That's dope, bro. Yeah, man. That's dope that your mom supported you like yeah, that. Yeah, that's my, that's my rock. We go at it, but I won't trade her for the world. Mm-hmm. You know, of course. She just want the best for me. Mm-hmm. But she just still be like, I'm I'm 39. Like, you, I'm not a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, you hang with this one? She'll call me if it's something. You hang with this one? The fuck you doing? That's going to be mine forever, you know bro. I mean? My mom, mom do that shit. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real. My mom do that same shit to me, dog. <laughs> same shit to me, dog. Burn, yo. That's yeah. my that's mama's love, though. Hell yeah. That's mama's love, though, bro. So how does it feel, bro, to be home? How long have you been home? Going on four years. How does it feel to be home four years, bro? Man, Going on four the years. Transaction was hard, but it's beautiful, and I couldn't did it without my wife because she's a strong female. She ain't let me run over. She kept it. Real with me, she have to because she's a bad motherfucking female. I give it to her. She had her shit together when I met her. She pushing the band, CLS, fat act, one of the model bitches. And niggas, I swear, I used to be. And I had nothing coming home yeah. but mommy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who would have had something from 19 to 36? I wasn't making millions and millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? That 50000 went quick as hell. You know what I'm saying? So I had nothing. And she took a chance with me. So I, I give her credit and me being me. You know what I'm saying? Moving how you move. Move how I move. Mm-hmm. I don't, me personally, and I want you to learn, you don't need no friend in this world. You can move, maneuver how you want. It's your charisma. Motherfuckers need to think that they need a crew or a friend. Nah, man, I used to think that. Yeah, I got some good friends, but if they all come to end, I got myself. I'm going to do what I got to do for myself. You know what I mean? Because all I had was myself in jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in a situation like that, yeah. bro. You would definitely be on some out, it's only me type shit. Because yeah. the only person that was there for you throughout your whole bed was Mom Dukes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real talk, bro. That's a fact. Yeah, man. And, and you know, <clears throat> I found your Instagram. I don't even know how I saw your shit. I, I think... I think Shooter, are you cool with Shooter? That was my man, yeah. Bro, Shooter posted you. That's how I fucking found you, bro. Shooter posted you. He rapper? said, rapper Shooter with the time? dreads. Yeah. He posted you. I don't know if it was your birthday or whatever. Went on your page, and I just started scrolling, and I'm like, damn, bro, this man just came home. Every post was positivity. Like, yeah. I'm so happy to be home. I'm grateful for my wife. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, baby. You changed my life. Yep. And then you were po- then I see Pictures of you in the feds. Yeah. I'm like, damn, look where this man came from. You was little as hell. Uh-huh. Now you big as fuck. I just got to see like your transition yep. over the few years and I'm like, damn, he doing good. He home. Like you know, he ain't out here bitter like fuck niggas. And I was just like, damn, bro, this is a dope ass dude. And I don't even know him. And it's like he gets so much love from people on his Instagram, like mm-hmm. all his homies, all the females, like whoever. Got rap niggas shouting you out. And I'm hey. like, this dude must be a good dude, man. Let me follow him. And then every time I see you post, it'll be either some positivity yeah. or some um some jewels for the youth. Yep. Like, y'all niggas stay out of jail, bro. Look what I done been through. But see, what the thing is when niggas first come home from prison. All niggas talk like that. But then they go right back to their bullshit. Mm-hmm. Ever since I've been following you, it's been consistent, it. bro. 
it's been consistent, bro. You know what I'm saying? I and I was it. like, damn, I gotta, I gotta reach out to bro and do an interview with this nigga, man. I did some stuck to it. I, I, I had to reach out to you to do an interview, man, because more than anything, bro, I wanted to, you know, get into your mindset, bro. Like, mm-hmm. what is it like to be somebody coming home from prison from all of that time in the feds, going at that young of an age, mm-hmm. to coming home now and doing positive shit, you know, having a family. Like, how is that? You know, I, I had to find that out first. And then I also wanted to, you know, just document the positive shit you had going on. You wrote a book. Mm-hmm. And you came home and stayed home. Yep. You know what I mean? So with me reaching out to you, bro, and you was kind of nervous. You like, who the fuck is this nigga? Why is yeah. you reaching out to me? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, what yeah. the fuck you want with you me? was like, I ain't no rapper, beloved. Yeah. Like, why you want to reach out to <laughs> yeah, me? Exactly. I was like, and then when I explained it to you, you was like, okay. Yeah, that's a fact. That's yeah, exact I words what... I said. I'm like, yo, I ain't no rapper or none of them niggas. Like, why you reaching? I know you the podcast is popping. But when you explain it to me and let me read and let me see your shit and you had to come to your friends and all that shit, I'm like, oh, I dig what son trying to do. That's what's up, man. You know yeah. what I mean? He ain't glorifying, oh, he was the big homie or he was blood or this and that. Nah, he glorifying that my transition from being in jail doing all that time at a young age to coming into this world, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And adapting how I'm adapting to life. It's not easy, you know what I mean? But I'm built for all that shit. Mm-hmm. Cause I've been built for it from a young age, coming home, you know what I mean? So what I'm doing in my life, it's it, it just molding me into the better man that I am already. You know what I'm saying? Got a family, I'm married. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm really married. I got my newborn, she's two, you know what I mean? I got my family and all that shit, my wife. And even me leaving from New York to come out here, it just showing that like I could, my discipline is the realest. And that's what my wife get about me. My discipline is the realest. She like, this nigga discipline. It's crazy, but that came from jail. I gotta discipline myself. If we don't got discipline from as a man, we gonna fail for everything. We gonna fall for anything. You gotta have some type of discipline. Yeah. You that's do. all it is, son. You I do. discipline myself, son. Especially to be successful. Yeah. I discipline myself. Yeah. Trust me. This fucking life that I'm it it uh it's hard, but I discipline myself because I'm like, it gotta get better. And I've been through so much and it's motherfuckers that's going through way worse shit than I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I was just there. That would love to be like, let's switch space, let's switch. Nigga, I'll take all that headache. Than this headache that I got back here. Yeah. Cause you can't do you don't have a chance in there. Yeah, what police tell me where I shit. Where I gotta worry about if the next thing trying to stab me up or I gotta hurt somebody. Where I'm eating a three court three meals that be bullshit. Nigga, I can get food. Anytime my wife can cook for me, I can go to McDonald's, I can go to this place, I can get in my car if I wanna vent and get the fuck away. You dig what I'm saying, son? Like we 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 alright. Mm-hmm. You, and then you know it's crazy. You pray for this. Yeah. <laughs> you pray for this. And you hope right. for this. Now you got it, and this is what come with it. So why juggle it and, and jeopardize? Like you said, motherfuckers be coming home and going back in. Is they out there mind? I'm going back. Hell no. Only way I'm going back is niggas violate this family. If somebody violate this family, <laughs> they gonna see the keys on Gizo. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they don't, I'm cool. The 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 big the 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 sneak dissing and whatever motherfuckers do these days, that shit don't harm me at all. I sleep good every night. I'm high. I'm in a king size bed. I was on a cot. 
Thin ass matches for 16 years. I'm in a king size bed. Fuck I'm worried about. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. For real, though. And if nobody told you, bro, I'm proud of you, man. man I appreciate it. I'm proud of your transition, dog. You're doing real good, man. For real, though. Word, man. They got a plus laid spot. Word. This shit plus laid as a motherfucker, man. I'm about to own my my Cody in the state. They got JPay now. Now they got emails and you can video. I'm about to video this whole crib just to show them. Because I always tell them, like, yo, son, you got to see my crib. Where we came from in the projects, we was in the bullshit cribs. Overtap each other. For me, this. I'm about to tape this shit for him. Word. Look. Nigga. That nigga probably gonna cry, bro. Yeah, I know. He probably he is. can't even fathom that shit, bro. I know he is. Nigga never been to North Carolina. Come on, man. Nigga <laughs> had three bedrooms, three bathrooms, upstairs, downstairs, a backyard. Nigga ain't have that. Nigga, nigga ain't man. never seen a flat screen. You nah, know? That's what I just broke. I just bought that one. I got the broke one. I just broke the first one because I don't really know about flat screen. So my wife told me to. It was a bug, so they scared of bugs and all that. I done been with rats in the basement and all that in the jail. So she's screaming. So it's like, it's back in there. So I grabbed the TV, and I didn't know if you press on them plasma TV, the shit crack. I didn't know that. Yeah. Broke the whole TV, her brand new TV. She was upset. Yeah. I had to go, my, my check came. I had to go buy a new TV. Yeah. So he see all that shit, you know what I mean? How the crib is and all that, man. I'm about to tape this shit tomorrow for him and send it to him, man. He gonna be proud as fuck, bro. That nigga, he probably gonna cry, bro. Like, yo, dog, look. Look at my living room. Look how I'm chilling. I got my game, my plasma TV, kitchen nice. Look at my room. Look upstairs. My daughter got her own room. My, my son got his own room. They all got their own bathroom showers and everything. What the fuck I'm getting out in New York? Right. If I do, I'm paying a million or something, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the progress was, was well worth it. Yeah. Even me falling back from the gang activity and all that shit. I am who I am. You see me. Mm-hmm. It was well worth it. But you it. much bigger than that, though, bro. Yeah, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. It was well worth it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Tell the people where they can find you, bro. Oh, man, you can go to motherfucking... I got two pages. You know, my regular page with the family. That's the Abnormal Kizo. And then, you know, I got my little workout fitness stuff. It's called Team Abnormal. That's both on Instagram. And then, you know, you go to Facebook, Kizo Gorilla. That's it. You know, and you also can follow my wife on 50 Shades of Body. She do the body contouring. You know, get the butt plump, teeth whitening and all that. We out here, man. Then I got my book, Guilty by Affiliation. You go to Amazon.com. You can order the book, read about, you know what I mean, things I've been through. And it's a good, positive book, you know. And I appreciate my brother, man, for real. I really appreciate him, man. Appreciate you, man. He came all the way out here to, <laughs> to holler at me. Yeah. That's listen. real nigga shit. Facts, bro. I t- bro, I told you I was going to make it happen. Yeah. I just had to get some shit together. He damn sure did. He I told you. his words. Word, bro. He when I hit you, I said, words. bro, trust me, I got you. Like, I'm coming. Right. I wanted to do it bad. You know what I mean? Because I knew it would be a dope story, bro. Yeah. You know, because not everybody becomes a motherfucking rapper, mm-hmm. you know, or goes out and starts a Fortune 500 company as soon as they come home from prison. The story is in the making. Everybody's story is in the making, dog. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I wanted to document that, like, and show a positive black man came home from the feds. He was an alleged leader of uh, the so-called crime family, mm-hmm. and now he... 
started a family. Got a be- him and his wife have a business. He's an author. You yep. know, he has a nice. He's a homeowner. Like all type of shit, bro. He's doing dope things, bro. Yeah. That statistics say he would never he do. Never, I would never made it. Right, but he is doing it. And he defying the odds, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. But um. Thanks again for coming on the show, dog. I appreciate you, man. You don't gotta worry about that. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah, we're gonna do a check in, maybe in like yeah. three to six months, bro. Do a check in, man. You might see something exclusive. Yeah. I might be like, yo, check in this new whip I got out. Yeah, man. I'm gonna come back and vlog, <laughs> man. Cause cause twenty twenty I'm gonna be vlogging and shit. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna be doing vlogs everywhere I go, man. Take that. Yo. Take this shit to another level, man. Yeah, I am, bro. Twenty twenty is crazy. Take it to another level, cause twenty twenty that's where I'm on. Whole nother level. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be forty in twenty twenty. I came a long way. Look at all these motherfuckers dying. Motherfuckers seeing this said we'd be dead by twenty one, homie. Mm-hmm. This a fact. Mm-hmm. Us black people, they be dead by twenty one. Mm-hmm. I beat the odds. You did, bro. Even though I was in jail. I beat the odds. You did beat the odds because you ain't go back. You took your second chance and ran with it. Yeah. Facts, bro. And his book is going to be, the link for the book is going to be in the description. So y'all niggas tune in yes. below and buy his book. Support. Right. You know what I'm saying? Muddy Waters, we out. <laughs>